Hi, welcome to episode 15 of the World's Rights Podcast. Coming to you late, as is our way. This is just a quick little trigger warning. Um, this is another mental health episode. So we do touch on topics including depression, anxiety, other mental disorders, as well as some self-harm discussions. So please be aware of that going into it. Um, also, be aware that... For some reason, Piers decided to keep naming names and Cat was not impressed with it. And so there is the occasional beep to censor out names. Um, I am merely an editor. I um, do my job and I do it well. Thank you so much for listening. It's taking with us all the way to episode 50. Um, you're great. And I'm going to stop talking and let you listen to the podcast. Carry on. How you been, Chrissy? Anyway, well, did, did, oh, wow. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's kind of the whole point of this podcast. Really. Yeah, so let, let's get right to the meat and potatoes. This is Chris's intervention. <laughs> so I don't know what this is really. I don't know. I feel like I've been. Oh, I'm recording as well, by the way. Okay, okay. beautiful. I don't. I don't. Um, we don't have to do you don't have to do anything with that information. I just want to let you know. Could I give you consent to record me chatting shit? If you were gonna give me consent for recording you chatting shit, then we probably should have done that about fifty episodes ago. <laughs> oh yeah, it's our fiftieth episode. Did Since I, I was about twelve. Sorry. Did I tell you that it was our fiftieth episode, which is why Yeah, we it, well you didn't say fiftieth, but you said it was like a big deal today. That's what you said. Can, can I make a confession, Chris? Yeah, go. When you said, "Oh, Pierce, <laughs> it's Pierce joining us this weekend," I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I forgot to ask him, <laughs> and I called him like four times, like to try and get him to pick up, and he wouldn't pick up. So I went in the studio. I was like, "I fucked up. I fucked up." <laughs> I am entirely um, unsurprised. Yeah, I don't even, I've not even been busy, like, I don't know. <laughs> I know, you I said yes, but I was busy. like, there's no way you're that organised. <laughs> yeah, so, no, he, he agreed to it yesterday, good, and then, good. obviously, like, as you know, this morning didn't go to plan. What do you mean? Everything's yeah. gone perfectly to plan. <laughs> We're recording this at our normal time. Um, yes, definitely not three hours late. <laughs> no? No? didn't happen um so i'm like i go to set up i'm like oh pierce just like come over so i can make sure you and shot the camera and then he like looks at me funny and i'm thinking oh what now what now and then like we realized that uh he was like are we, are we gonna use headphones i was like yeah i thought oh fuck i haven't thought about the fact we need two sets of headphones mm-hmm yeah, and then do you know how hard it is to find friggin' headphones these days that fit into what? Like I used Bluetooth and then an AUX. Yeah. And it just kept like you couldn't do two at once. It was prioritizing one or the other. Yeah, I think everything also had a downside. So it's like, oh, we can go into here, and you know, we can plug in two loads of headphones. Oh, we can go over there, and so on and so forth. And then it was just like, actually, none of those ideas work. We're shit. Oh, okay. We've got ten I, minutes before it's all going to start. Yeah, I was just like, oh, what we'll do is we'll put on. Sorry, I just interrupted. Um, we'll put on Discord on one of the phones and then put in just normal earphones. 
through so we're sharing earphones which is Aww. a bit yeah. Oh, yeah so we're gonna have to get on for this episode yeah we don't ever share anything it's like do you want half a pizza fuck off i want the pizza well, we share drinks you know. yeah we share drinks which i think people would probably find weird what like sharing we, drinks we, yeah like we'll get instead of going and getting I think two, that's a pretty normal thing. two glasses of water or whatever we'll just share yeah. one no, I don't think that's don't the know. weirdest I... thing I've heard all no. day. That's pretty normal. Um, How was I... your morning? Well, it happened. Because I, I, this is what I was going to... Like, I just gave you our, our whole spiel. Like, I wanted you to fill in the blanks. You wanted me to fill in the blanks? Like, like, of your side sentence. of what happened? <laughs> uh, well, not a lot. I mean, I woke up. Um, Obviously, On time. the facts that the clocks have changed has not done me any favours in the long term, because now I'm going to be in a weird half-zombie state for something. You know when the clock's changing, it just, it really messes me up. I don't know why. One hour the clock's changed. breaks my brain. <laughs> I saw someone post about this, and I thought, like, oh... I wondered what the silence was, and I thought, there's two options here. <laughs> Either this is an issue that only happens to me, or they've not realised the clock's changed. No, I didn't and know. And now we know. Now we We've know. had an hour hour longer, haven't we? That was yes. it. Because they were saying about oh, any really? NHS workers having to work an extra hour without yes. getting paid. Yeah, that's even. That means I'm even lazier than I thought I was this morning. Well, no, don't, 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 don't. don't no, we, let's not fall into that trap. No, <laughs> let's let's be kind <laughs> to ourselves. Uh, let's not get out of that one. Oh. <laughs> well, yes. So the clock's changed. Um. Some of us were aware of it, and it's going to mess us up. Some of us have adjusted to it like they didn't even know it was happening. That's good, isn't it? Um, but no, I woke up on time, and then when you said, "Here's is running late, I immediately stopped being on... I just leave. <laughs> I had so much motivation. And he said, Piss. I was like, oh, all right, and I just laid back down in bed. Um, and then got my shit together, went out, did some shopping. There were lots of stupid people around, so obviously it took longer than usual. And now here I am. Were you? Did you go to Big Tesco or did you go to the cop? I went to Sainsbury's because I had to go and get something <gasps> else as well. Um, I I wouldn't. To be honest, I'd give it a four out of ten today. Um, oh. Disappointing, really, on the whole. Disappointing. Sainsbury's is so fancy, and it's yeah, like and you that's go to a it commitment to get, as well. You, you like go to it because you want at least an average six or seven. Yeah, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Yeah. It it's not. I mean, it's no MS eight or nine, but it's, it's no, 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 no. It was it was never going to be on that level, but it was. No. Yeah, I. Disappointed. Yeah, yeah, you should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would you? That's so real. Like, what what would be your order of supermarkets? We were sort of like having the, this conversation with the band slightly. Before we um, do this, should we actually say hello to people listening? Because oh, yeah. I've been recording for eight minutes, and we haven't actually said hello to them. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe hi no one's guys. listening. If you're listening, Welcome hi. Back. If you're not listening, well, you won't know. I've even bothered doing that anyway. So. This week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why did you choke? I just pulled out. <laughs> no, I went. Ah. Oh. Oh. I accidentally caught the wire and, went and yanked it. Um, it wasn't that hard, but it was just like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you were like, ah, and joking. Went, ah. um, That's right, it's going to oh, be yeah. another one of these episodes, everyone. 
<laughs> I was gonna say this week is like the first week that I've realized that like it's not just like one or two people listening there's actually like a group of people I should that never listen. have told you this up until now you've had no idea <laughs> now you're aware I genuinely of it. like I'm gonna start like panicking now that I know people are listening like, these to people like every time I mention you these people love you it's like you can do no wrong in their eyes. There's like these people, uh, they're big fans of yours. Um, oh my god! Can only go downhill. I think they prefer you to me, to be quite honest. Aww. I th- Aww. Well, don't don't say ah like that. I mean, you know. Well, I prefer you, Chris. All right. Well, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Not just on the podcast either. Just like no, 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 exclusively. You. Yeah. 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 Well, your nan my, does prefer I mean, me, yes. My nan, by a lot. <laughs> yeah. By a lot. By she a would have you in a heartbeat. Anyway, we're talking um, about supermarket yeah. things. Um, So I yes. would say that that's not the point of this episode, but we are doing it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would I say is my top? Uh, I mean, a top right now. Let's, you know, I'm going to put Tesco in at top. I'm going to go, I'm going to go in top of Tesco okay. there. Um, okay. Really? Now, the reason yeah, for this is I don't go yeah. to lots of the other ones enough, so they kind of fall mm. down the rank. So Tesco's up there. Uh, then we'll follow it up with... What would I go for next? What would I do? You know what? going to shock everyone here. Aldi, no, number two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going in. I'm going with Aldi, number two. Then we'll probably just put in the the... The waitroses and the MS is kind mm. of a they're kind of a mid tier. I don't they're not really my I don't go there. So I can't Ooh. really I think for us M and S has become like I it's our little treat, you know. We wouldn't Ooh. shop we wouldn't do our whole food shop. I know, it's so fancy. Ooh, it's someone's like, making money at the moment, aren't they? Well no, no, no we no, just decided cost of living crisis and you're going into M and S, eh? Bastards. <laughs> Well, we just decided that, you know, instead of eight takeaways a week, it was actually cheaper just to go on one M&S shop. That yeah, is, that we're is not true. like, when you say a shop, we get like... 40 quids worth of stuff. And that's not a huge amount of No, no, that's, that's like a... 40 that's a quid is not, no. It's, it's very... No, I can, I can respect that much. I can respect. But that's, that's like a little treat. I agree with you with Tesco. Um, yeah. I want to say Tesco's. Like, what is that? Yeah, about? I've never known which one to go for, to be honest. Um, Tesco. It's Tesco, but I want to say Tesco's. I don't. Yeah. It's just in me. Um, yeah. So I would I agree with you. Tesco's up there because it's like got such a wide range of. Tesco you, never really fails such, me. Why me? did you flinch? Sorry, I thought you were going to slap me because I'm still trying to say Tesco. Tesco. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> just fully flinched as I just said a hand gesture. I, th- like, I thought she was watching me and then she was going to hit me. Has Kat been hissing you again, Pierce? Do we need to talk about that? When you say again, it, it, you make it sound like it's ever stopped, Chris. I mean, you know, well, really, that's it's, that's it's just yeah, this ongoing assault. Good point. Um, Good point. Yeah. Sometimes she says, Piers, it's your, your sm- sp- I nearly said spanking time. <laughs> it's spanking time. No, oh, God. It's spanking time, bitch. So, baby. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on this episode. <laughs> Why? <What? laughs> oh god, that's good. Oh, too far, kids. Quickly, so yeah, so I'd probably say like M and S, then Tesco, but the ones that I actually shop at on a 
bi-weekly basis is uh our Audi and Lidl mm-hmm. um mm. rotation I don't I used to be a hardcore Audi lover but um Pierce's parents love Lidl and we go food shopping together so we normally just go to Lidl the only big difference I've ever really equated between the both of them is when I go into Aldi and the when random I random crap aisles. No, no, I think it's when I'm halfway around Little and I start singing Little by Little, we gave you all the dream you ever dreamed of. And it's it's when I establish I'm in Little. I'm going to start singing Little by Little. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only difference between them for me. I was, I was Aldi by Aldi just doesn't work. I was holding on for something like I don't know. I was expecting something else. <laughs> in Lidl because yeah that's, that would have yeah. been something yeah, yeah that's that true yeah and you love the bakery there like, oh, yeah that's when I start singing little by little as I pick up, pick up the baguettes mm. the bakery is fucking beautiful so this podcast was gonna be about mental health oh yeah sorry no we're 18 minutes in yeah no episode 50 and we're talking about mental health but what we've actually done is talk about supermarkets and Germany <laughs> and I think something else did we talk something else? I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Spanking. Oh, that, yeah. True, true, there was some spanking chat. <laughs> Sorry, there was, there was some can, spanking Can that chat. clip please be used as a promotion for this episode? Like, just just you talking, like you and Pierce saying <laughs> what we've been talking, talking about. about spanking my chat. face we just being that. blank. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. No, that's fine. I'm she looks so, she looks so unimpressed as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's so... You become desensitized to it, I find, after a while. Because she always looks so unimpressed with me. Well, the sen- spanking as well. Um, uh, yeah. The spanking after a while, you have to change it up a bit, go for a different cheek, maybe use a spiked <laughs> glove or something just to really shake it up. But the unimpressed look that I imagine I'm getting now, that, you know, you, sometimes it, it, it just, you become desensitized to it. I looked at her face when you said that, and yeah. she was staring off into the distance, and you could see she was thinking about it. Mm. Mm. There was, the cogs were I going around. Nothing. I regret nothing. Anyway, you know, Chris, you when she comes at me tonight with the... the when she comes at you with a spike glove tonight. I'm going to blame you, yeah. Well, you say blame me, but it might be fun. Anyway. Um, mental you health. Wanna, you want to explain? Our mental health is all shit. This <laughs> <laughs> is doing all right. I'm yeah, fine. Two, two thirds. I'm okay right now. Are fucked. One third. Okay. Look, we spent weeks okay. thinking out what to do for episode fifty, and was like, we could do something fun, and then I was like, but I'm really fucking sad. So why don't we just talk about me being sad again? Um, yes. And then we could talk about you being sad, and then we could talk about Piers not being sad. And it could counterbalance it. That sounds that sounds great. But hold on, that's two thirds of sadness. I have to make up with one third of sadness. You, you can, I think you, you can, can do, do that. <laughs> I have faith. Is... I absolutely have faith in you. Oh my god. My like so my pressure. My levels reader can definitely testify that you can make up the both of us. <laughs> I can make up the both of you. Hi. Welcome. It's twenty one minutes you... in and we haven't really started cat. Tell me okay. about how you have been. Oh, God. I don't know, like, it's, it's difficult. I'm in this weird you place. You have to stop that... laughing. You have to be serious about this. <laughs> 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 
Sorry, I'm being serious. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. That's it. Uh, I'm fine. You suck. Sorry. Um, I don't know I've how to really be. I've been really sad. Me. <laughs> sorry. Me. Go. I'm, I'm smiling too much. Well, that's okay. You can smile through the sadness. It'll be, it'll be comforting to people, maybe. Um, that or they'll just think you're batshit crazy. Fuck's sake. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I'm in this weird place. Can you fucking stop? Sorry, I, I, will, I, will, I will. That's the last one. Toe. That's the last one. Chris, that's something in there for you when you're looking through the footage later. You go, ah, that's what you was doing to me. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Who was it who used to say, can you just not? I feel like you. I've adopted this now. You. Yeah. yeah. Me now. You said that for literal years. Okay. Yeah. Or get in a bin. Yeah. Get in a bin. Can you not? I love Slag, yeah. okay. as you called me by message today. <laughs> for the first time in what felt like years that I've got slag from you. I was like, oh, all right. Back in the day. I, no, I was jealous because you were getting a hot tea. I've been nursing a cold tea for about three hours. Why have you and been I've doing put it in that? the microwave. I've put it in the microwave a couple of times. Oh, but I no, you've got stuck getting... in the cycle. Yeah. When you start microwaving, I... that's a bad sign because you're never going to finish it, really. No, and there's a little bit left, but when I started drinking it, Pierce, like, pulled this face at me, and I just realised no, no. that it's... You know, I met a guy once who used to microwave bacon. <laughs> Your dad? Raw, raw bacon. Your dad? He used to... No, not my dad. He used to come in, and it's like, you're right, mate, yeah, how you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going to put some bacon on. You want the frying pan? No, don't worry. Into the into no, the microwave, and you'd look dad. at him, and he put it in the roll, and you you just think, you, you, you. Please tell there's me you weren't with this girl. No, no, Guy. No, this was oh, actually guy. a girl I was with's uncle. Um, oh, my God. Guy, yes. Yeah, I know. And and so, you know, you, you don't know him that well. You can't say anything. No. Yeah. No, I was trying to... Yeah. No, no. I wasn't going to make... That's why I put my hand there. I wasn't going to I didn't say anything bad about her. I just said her uncle's okay. a, a freak. You know, yeah. well, bacon, he's a freak. microwave You can't be microwave yeah. and bacon. That's fucking ridiculous. That's a bastard move. That's Can weird. I swear? Yeah. No. Oh, it's too late now. Fucking go for it. That's what I say. We don't fucking. Uh, people will understand. I think that's that's you know. All the loads of shitting fun over here. That's, you fucking go. But my point was that when I was taking a swig, I don't know if it's because my mug's so big, but you pulled this face at me and it made me gag. So I can't finish my tea. All right. Right. My mental health. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, we were talking about your mental health. How's that? It, it's, I'm in a weird place because, like, I've obviously, I've shared pretty much everything on the podcast now. Like, I got um, the coil fitted at the beginning of the year, um, and then I've now got this cyst, and there's, like, a few things going on. So I've got, like, the hormonal, contra- like, contraception, and then I've got um, sleeping pills. And, I, you know, and you're like, I don't actually know where my body's at naturally anymore so I don't know whether I'm feeling like crap because I'm taking painkiller sleeping pills and I've got hormones in me like I just don't know where I'm at but like that doesn't necessarily help even if I was like oh yeah it's my contraception or oh yeah it's this that doesn't help in the meantime because I'm on them for a reason like I can't just stop taking everything (laughs) um no that would be a bad idea yeah I like I've tried like different types of contraception and like you know sometimes things work for a while and then don't work I it yeah so it's it's difficult because I don't know if it's 
caused by that or if it's just me feeling like shit because mental illness, you know? Um, I think, obviously, struggling to get my dream job, that's that weighs heavy. You know, I've been working my whole life and then... And I've also been very lucky in the sense that I've not faced a lot of rejection in my life, but that sounds really like... No, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Not, not in like a... <laughs> you bitch. That's, Sorry. But like, you know, I got into the university I wanted to go to... My um... mum rejected me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you live next to your mum. That really sets off life as a great starter. <laughs> Don't want that. <laughs> You're really exposing me here, not you. <laughs> Solid three minutes there where we had some serious chat. <laughs> you know, some serious chat in there. And then Kat looks at me for one word. And I was like, yeah, I've got something for you. Thank you later. <laughs> With a metal glove. <laughs> the best thing is, Chris, when you're going to look at this footage, you're going to be like, oh my God, look at Piers. He's just pulling the most sensible face. And he's, he's like, mm, mm. And then it just changes in one instance. One look, one look is all it takes. Right, can I just... Yes, you can, I'm so sorry. You should be. Um, what I mean by I haven't faced a lot of rejection, because that sounds like it could be taken in the wrong way. I mean, like, you know, whenever I've applied to jobs previously, I've always got them. Like, so um, my first few jobs, sort of working at a cafe, working at bars... Uh, like a cocktail place like all of these different places like loads of them um yeah I think I had about 10 jobs and everyone I applied to I got so like getting to this point where I've like had an interview and I haven't had anything like haven't had anything back from them it's a weird place to be in because I just haven't experienced that yet and everyone goes through it at some point but it's just it's weird because then you start doubting yourself and you're like I literally have qualifications to prove my intelligence like and it doesn't feel like enough. I, th I think the other thing is as well, um, Bob, I think you have to think about the fact that you've been alone for big chunks of it as well. You know, I mean, I come in in the night time, oh, but, you know, from like the time you the wake day. up until four or five o'clock in the afternoon, and you know, I've you never... just, there's nothing in the house. There's, yeah. there's nothing going on. And I think that, that I'm not, as you say, I think there's so many factors. I think your um, medication, uh, you know, the sleep pills, um, the uh, the quarrel and, and um, sorry, <laughs> am I not supposed to say? No, that, that, no, no. You look like I, I look down like the quarrel. <laughs> Wait, that was your fault. I, I was gonna. You could just say contraception. The contraception. I oh, forgot man. the name. All right, <laughs> I couldn't find the word contraception, so I went to the coil. Be quiet, Chris. I'm on a roll here. <laughs> Start singing it. Is this like from an advert or have you just made this up from the song? I've made it up from the song. <laughs> it's not even it sounds like Little by Little. I get that. By Oasis. Classic, classic 90s tune. Oh, 2000s tune, sorry. I just thought that maybe it had been used in an advert and that's why you had it stuck in your head. You're just actually psychotic. It's a fantastic song. Why wouldn't you sing that? Rolling in, around the, to the, be real though, little if you want, um, if you want little by little to be used in your adverts, Piers will <laughs> perform that for you. Oh he yeah, is good, good right news. here, that right is... now. Why have you not proposed <laughs> that to them? You could have Signed made some job. money. Although, do they do TV adverts? 
little. I wouldn't know because they haven't got yeah. a catchy song to go they with. They do, but they <laughs> will now you'll remember them because I'll have the catchy song. Just cut me in when you get the deal, okay? <laughs> do you want to know something funny that happened this week as well? I just, this is just remind me. Don't name names before, like, when I say this, don't come out with who said it. Um, sorry, just making sure Piers doesn't just out everyone. Piers, I can't believe your mum said that. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> Piers goes to a, a, a Tory, who he knows is a Tory. Oh, that's funny, yeah. And then basically goes, oh, yeah, Cat hates Tories. Oh, why don't you chat to each other? <laughs> I'm so like... proud of you. I, 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 I was like... You know, Kat said it to me. And the thing is, you love a good debate. I know, but it was not the right occasion for that. No, you're joking. <laughs> loves that. Loves Shut that. up! I love a debate. You're naming it a Of course I'm going to name names. No. Why can't I name names? No. <laughs> God, you're going to make Chris You've been watching that out. spy programme too much, you have. You're watching it with me. I, don't I know, and that's why I'm like, you've been watching it too you, much. You can't name I can't them. name names. No. Well, then, uh, all right, Chris. Well, you can name names as long as you're happy that they'll end up in the edit. Oh, yeah, you couldn't care. No. Less. <laughs> it's not professional. He says all kinds of things to me. It's not fucking hell. I could <laughs> some of the things he said to me. My God, man. Do you realise these are the foundations your career is going to be based on? Like, yeah, so I'll, I'll go forward as I as I mean to, you know. You know as as you mean, as I mean to, go to go on. That's the one, you know. <laughs> right. So, Kat, how is your mental health? <laughs> if I off now, this is, this, is <laughs> this is not being brought back. I'm making several notes in this, like, like timestamps of when I need to go in the edit and just like. Look really, really carefully to make sure <laughs> that I just remove certain bits. Yeah, well, Piers comes out as a fucking. Sorry, Chris, do you Piers want to Piers opens his mouth again. and there's a jump cut immediately to something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And do it. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, what is going on? You're not normally this peppy. You... I think it's because Chris is on the phone and I'm happy. It's me, yeah. It's uh-huh. true. I'm so bad. I'm not enough for you. Well, sorry, you both asked a question. At the, I said, the so I'm not enough for you. Um, not when Chris is, you know. Okay, sorry. that's fine. When I'm on the cards, it's a different story. Yeah. Well, it's just like, oh, that's a that's a lovely looking steak. I'm a vegetarian, so even then, it's not great. But you know, that's a lovely looking steak. But then, oh, what's better than a steak? I don't know. That's all I've been thinking about. Something better than a steak is over to the right. No, you have. Well, not if it's been in the, the microwave. Steak. Am I the bacon or am I the steak? You're the steak in this one, but I think really I should have started with the bacon and then seen the steak to the right. <laughs> oh well. Wait, so what is Chris? Chris is the better dish. Right. Okay. <laughs> he has got a supreme ass. I do have a thick ass, to be fair. Put my jeans on today, slapped my ass, and I was like, "Damn, you're looking good." <laughs> I'm only half joking. Anyway. I have been taking I've been taking notes on what I have to remove later on, but also I've been taking notes on what you were saying. Um, which basically means oh, that I'm now some therapist. kind of psychotherapist, exactly. Um anyway. It's quite quite a lot here really, Kat, isn't there? Oh yeah. It's oh, quite... also news. You know we were doing the same I think we spoke about this on the podcast. We were doing the same therapy thing. Oh Christ. I was like, nope, this is not fucking working. Actually, the woman, um, the like person who does your little reviews, 
um, she gathered that was not fucking helping. Um, and so she's recommended me for another thing that starts in December. So I'm going to be trying something different. So that's something. All right. Is that like an in-person thing? or? No, it's through Teams, but it's like a group Teams thing. Okay. So I don't know. It's um trauma therapy instead of anxiety therapy. So yeah. that might do something. I don't know. It's just like try t- seeing if... I guess it's like contraception. You just keep trying until you find something that works for you and doesn't fuck you up. Pretty yeah. much. Um, I mean, definitely it's a... Like, yeah, I mean, it's talk about the therapy thing. Um, so me and Kat are actually on the... We, we ended up on the same program starting at about the same time without knowing about it. Um, really funny. Very fucking weird. But it's basically this online um, therapy kind of tool, I guess, that affects... I mean, if anyone who's, like, been through similar things probably know about it. But um, basically they can put on their different modules and things, and so you learn about these various mental kind of disorders and things and techniques you can use and ways of changing your thought patterns and things. And I think it probably really works so well for some people. Um, yeah, we I'm have a sure friend it who it would have worked really well for because they're the kind of person who will just completely throw themselves into it and and go through all these kind of things. Um, mm. For me, I would say it's completely useless. Yeah, I I noticed useless. on it what I said to like the supervisor lady. I was like, "There's nothing on this that I haven't already thought about," yeah. and it's not like I'm some genius, but it's like oh, what has triggered this emotion? Um, what physical response has this given? Like, it's kind of, for me, I'm like, well, okay, the thought of dri- being late or the thought of driving somewhere, that's what's made me anxious. And then my heart started racing or mm. you know, whatever it is. And like- I think with like a psychiatrist or someone who sat in the room with you, they can ask these questions. And the point is that they do a very similar thing to that. You know, they say, well, what did that mean to you? But they wait until they find something that mm. doesn't sound right, and then they pursue down that mm. path. Instead of just asking a load of generalizations, they go for, through that, and then they find a path down into the next section, next section. So I think to have something just asking a load of general questions to you, I don't know, just seems so monotonous. And some of it, it isn't in. even asking questions. Some of it is like, say, this is what happens when you have a panic attack, and it takes you through and say, <laughs> yes. I'm fully aware of what a panic attack yeah. is like. I have That's them. I know. <laughs> I don't need reminding of this thing that I'm going through. I need you to tell me how to stop. So I just, like, yeah. I don't want to revise panic attacks. I want you to help me out stopping them or, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I think for me, I always found, oh, I say handy, I, I, um, was it the Samaritans? The crisis team, wasn't mm. it? The, the, the crisis the... team was great, but I mean, before that, I, I did oh. try a few steps, you know, to try and they, they always give you those steps um, in, in case you're in big trouble. And it was mm. the Samaritans where you could ring up at any time, was it? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, that, I think they were a little bit more helpful just because, you know, it was nice to have another person on the other end alone phone. But again, it's something where they will ask you questions and they won't give you your, their opinion at any point. No, because they're not allowed um, to give you a thing now. No, they're not, and so it must be very difficult for them as well. But that, that I think that helped a little more because at least I was allowed to talk to someone on the mm. phone and tell them exactly what I was feeling. The problem with telling my parents or family is that 
however much they love you, because of how much they love you, every time you say to them something that's you know very personal, something that's that's another step, they get more and more scared, and mm. you can see that in them, and that then that puts you off of telling them mm. anymore. Yeah. Um. So so to have someone who's impartially just sitting there, it's like talking to the wall, but actually it does have ears and it will listen. Yeah. Um, it does have ears. And, and at least you get like an immediate reaction from them, which is not like with this yeah. like thing, you have to wait every, or I did anyway, every two weeks for them to like yeah, review Yeah, mine it. was every week. So I'm Yours a bit was every week, so it's a bit was... better. But like, mm. and it basically comes down to, oh, I've seen what you've been working on. This looks really good. But, but it's like, there's such a disconnect between me. You know, if I do it one day and I'm like, and I feel like garbage, I don't have to wait two weeks for them to go, oh, I'm sorry you felt that way. Mm. So, well, yeah, I really need to talk I'm about the time, now. actually. Yeah, like, yeah. or it's turned into something else that's beyond that. You know, like, that, that, that time, that lag between it is not useful. Mm. No, I think, like, like you said with the lag as well, it's like you might, when you write, you you only go onto the program to complete it when you're in an okay state. You're never going mm. in it when you're actually in like the worst of the worst. Mm. So again, like I filled it in like, oh yeah, I'm doing well, and then like two hours later, I was like, oh, I feel like shit again. But I filled in this because for me, the review was meant to be like describing how your whole week was, mm. which is a bit like, well, some days were fine and some days were crap, like. Mm. I think just just to say that if anyone ever feels that step beyond that where they feel like actually you know what I think I'm going to do serious damage to myself or you know that I I, I think I feel like it's going to go that way then I'd always say to them just go straight down to any don't yeah. mess around with going to your doctors or phoning one 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 or anything like yeah. that no, yeah. go Absolutely. straight down to any um, and don't take the risk with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, that's what they told you to do was to go to A and E. And I wish they told me that initially. I just felt mm. completely trapped because I was on a yo-yo back and forth from my doctors. They tried to keep putting me on courses similar to yourselves. It felt and silly when they sent you as well because it felt terribly because, silly. Because you weren't like you know at that felt, point you were like you, it, I was not okay. You weren't okay, but you weren't in the worst point of mm. the not being okay. But the thing is, you wouldn't have been able to take yourself to A&E if you... I, uh, yeah, it just so happened my doctors they had lined up. They told you to go The doctors there. just said, ask me three very simple questions, which is, do you think it's you're going to do something damage to yourself? And I was like, yes. Um, have you? Are you intending to do that? Well, whether I intend to or... And I am, I'm going to do it. You know, it's, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's not that I want to in any way. Um, are you in a, a huge amount of pain? And I was in... You know, like everyone, it was it was indescribable. Now I think back to it, and I can't truly put into words what it was like. Yeah, I just remember being so miserable. I wanted to feel anything else than yeah. that miserable. But my point was going to be when you went. Like I know you sort of had imposter syndrome oh, sitting in A and E, but I was going to say like, don't be put off by that. Because yeah, no, 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 no. If you've got the strength to go to A and E, then that's like, you know that you're not wasting anyone's time it's no i think imposter syndrome is part of the illness as well such a huge part of it to break through that idea of oh well there's other people who need it more than i do that that i yeah no no you you need to go down there and get sorted out if you feel this way 
this terrible, you need um, attention right now, then you need to be going down to A&E. The A&E is there for that reason. Mm. You know, they are there to help you in a real crisis. And that, yes. that is a real crisis. Sorry, I'm back. With the NHS thing. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Mm. I think there are people who will definitely think that they're they're taking up space wherever we need. The A and E is already going to be yeah. busy, but like if you need that, you need to go. Don't don't let yeah. any kind of thought of oh I don't I don't I'm not that bad or any of these things like it's underfunded and though it may be and under a lot of pressure, is there okay. for us to use it? You know, it's there to help us, and we should we should take advantage of that as much as we can. Because yeah. that's the whole point. We should maybe have like a code word that, like, if somebody's, if one of us is in that situation, like, like, can just send a text and then the other person, like, would go with them mm. and you don't have to talk about it or anything. You can yeah. just sit with them mm. in A and E. No, I agree definitely. If you need help, then please do go and get it. But I think when you're not at that stage, so going back to the yeah, counseling, uh, therapy stuff, even. No, 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 it's all good. Um. I was going to say, like, some of it is, because you were saying, Kat, about how you fill it in when you're in a kind of okay place or a good place, you don't fill it. Mm. I just find with it that I have no motivation whatsoever. There is no mm. part of me that wants to do it. No. Literally no. Yeah. no part of me that even wants to. And it, I have tried. It's so bizarre to me because it went in, in the past when I've gone to therapy in person, I have always managed to find this kind of, thing of i'm gonna go i'm gonna go because at least i'll be able to yeah. talk to someone and so like even before when i was when i was at uni and i was having to take a bus to to the therapy and it was like an hour long bus ride whatever and i'm like oh, i really can't Ooh. be fucks today there was something about it that it made me go no we can yeah we'll do it we'll, do it. we'll do it a process like a little routine where you could um hmm. on the way back just sort of uh, decompress what's right. Yeah, like, like I just get on the bus, like, and it was the start of the bus route as well, so like no one's on it. So I go out to the bus, get like whatever seat I fucking wanted, like put my earphones in, and just kind of like not for like it was just an hour of basically like nothing, just just me sitting there, but like feeling a bit lighter or. Mm. Like yeah. I've been able to talk it. So in some cases you feel quite emotional, but you at least have that time to yourself to kind of Yeah. Reconcile yourself Not being with it in a house before you have to be. Exactly. So by the time I got home, I was like, Well, okay, I feel a bit more even if I went upstairs straight away and I was just like, Oh hey everyone and went upstairs. Like there was that time between to kind of get on top of it. But no, I don't have any kind of motivation to do it at the moment. I just I I see it on there and I think should do it. Have but, you asked them about trying anything else yet? Uh, I put it on my thing, my next my next review, <laughs> two weeks, and oh, I, yeah. I, just to be like, I think I need yeah. because I think it's the thing is that I think I respond better to talking to someone, even mm. if all they do is sit and go, yeah, yeah, with the online thing. So I thought that doing it online would be like, oh, I'd be more motivated to do it because mm. it's convenient. Exactly. It's at home. I've got the flexibility. It will feel like a university module mm. um, along those lines. And then you're right. It's just, I, oh, I was going to say, I have a feeling that they um, might try and push people towards doing that first mm. because it will be financial, like financially mm. uh 
efficient. I don't yeah. know what the right word is. It like, is. From a cost point and... of view, this is obviously better for them because it doesn't it's take like up time of seeing people. people. You know exactly. It, you can just yeah. put them on this thing and say, "Oh, you do it in your own time." You only, you know, you could have one person that's looking Reviewing after several 50 people. people or... like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it definitely is a yeah. Say you have like seven people a day. Mm. You know that means that thirty-five people a week they can be mm. looking after, mm. which you wouldn't get if you're doing in-person things for sure. So we're just saying about um, Chris with the uh, doing the online thing and how just like we're thinking that it's probably like a financially efficient way of doing things for the mm. NHS because then they they probably seed out the people who are not gonna uh put the the effort in yeah. which is well, i think fucked it's because like I, th- I think the problem is is for the i can't imagine the percentage of people if you were to ask them does it help i can't imagine what percentage that would be i i, I for me personally i agree with chris i when i'm sad and when i was low the last thing i was going to ever do was fill out some fucking form mm. that was never going to happen was... and when i felt good I didn't want to fill out a form. No, I was like, why am I doing this? I feel good, yeah. And then in between was like, I can't be bothered. But I know so it's any people that any that would really help with. So yeah, it, no, it, of it's course. Just, and obviously that's, yeah, the cheaper way. It's a good first me. line of like being able to do it. But yeah. the thing that yeah. worries me a bit is that there are people who will feel like I do and they'll start doing it and be like, oh, this is a fucking waste of time. And then they'll just kind yeah. of like, all off the radar, like yeah, they won't well, get I picked just up didn't for things. Bother. Yeah, there's a part of me that was like, awful. "Is this even worth it?" Like, oh, I don't even fucking care. But like, that's so counterproductive because I know that like there is actually good help available, and actually I need to just try and explain that and say, "Look, this isn't working. I need something different. We need to do something different rather than doing what." It most well, what a lot of people would do, and I'm not, you know, it's entirely, um, it makes sense of basically it not working out, and you going, oh, well, I'll just deal with it myself, like I always have, which is, it makes a lot of sense, but it, I mean, it's obviously not potentially the right thing to do. Mm. I For think me, that's I know it's also given me a negative opinion, like uh, a negative attitude towards the next type of therapy mm. thing that they're gonna put me in for like now i'm sort of apprehensive mm. about it like i'm not before i was like this is oh this is great this is gonna be the solution and now i'm like oh, great this prob- this thing uh in december is probably gonna be a load of shit like mm. i don't know oh and the worst thing is my supervisor's like um she, it was like she was selling the program to me when mm. i first said i was interested um, in doing it, she's like, "Yes, we've had so many great responses for this program. It's mm. brilliant." Um, and that was fine until when she started explaining about the new program she wanted me to do. She did the exact same thing. Uh-huh. And you went, "Ah, so you're just going to say this about every single mm. program that you like offer?" And obviously, they're not going to be like, "Oh, it's shit. It's not going to work. You're going to be fucking depressed for your whole life." Mm. But yeah. I don't know, there is that falseness with it, right? You want like someone to be genuine with something. you, and when you start thinking mm. they're not being genuine with you, you're like, oh. It reminds uh. me of those, like, dial-up uh, TV advert things <laughs> where you, they're selling mops. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, this, this will change your life. Look, you can mop the ceiling. Look, like, this is the mop best mop bins. you've ever used. This will never <laughs> let you down. It's your forever mop. Yeah. It's I... only £500. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember going in. Um, and, you know, this is way before I, I then went back in to, to get... Not section, but you know they stay. That was the options on the table. You can yeah. either go to the crisis team, or you can stay with them for, you know, the next two months, and they'll come and check on you every day. Or you can go and get section. Which one would you like? Yeah. Um, but this this is a while before that. This is about four months when I, f- I first started getting the problems. Actually, when I first started dating cat, and I knew it was going to be an issue. I knew it was. So straight away, I came along and said, "Listen, I need to go on to." Um, antidepressants just to mm. make this 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 easier because otherwise you know you, you're going to ruin a relationship in are your you life are you telling me i made you depressed i'm joking <laughs> you seem like a very earnest question um <laughs> it did feel like a very are you telling me you made me depressed? no i didn't um but you know i just i knew that i didn't deal well when the worst thing is when you're into a relationship um for me with mental health just because you have to show another person a, that side of you, mm. and if you don't like it, or you're you're susceptible to to more mental health problems, or you know, like them to get worse and worse. I think a relationship sometimes it can make things great for a time, and then suddenly, you know, you you just you have to get to know yourself more and more, and you have to open that side of yourself. So I say I knew that I was going to have more mental health problems when I kind of met cats. So I said, right, let's start off on the right foot. Let's go and um, let's go and get some. Uh, antidepressants they put me on them and then a month later I came back and I was completely crazy and I mean that in the most sincere way crazy it wasn't like in a depressed like where you could communicate you're when you're saying crazy it's not like you know when you're you're not using the word describe uh, crazy to describe being depressed or being anxious no 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 no. it was you my thoughts were so erratic yeah erratic. i was everywhere my my head was i I was thinking crazy yeah no no sorry no no in this context sorry that is not a a very (laughs) (laughs) that's not the best term to use is it it really but that's how i I felt it was like um it was paranoia yeah it's paranoia terrible paranoia believing everything was was after me and mm. coming to get me and but truly believing that and it sounds so ridiculous now because I, I can't imagine anything sounding so you know all the thoughts I had but you know then again every relationship I would have my parents cat friends I would go and see them and I'd think that they've been talking about me I think that mm. there was premeditated ideas in their head about how much they hated me yeah. and that they just put my, up with me you thought all of um, my friends hated you for ages and it wouldn't matter if i had a lovely time saw oh. them yeah we all got on like amazingly i'd leave a day later i'd be thinking about how they all hated me again yeah. and this this was everyone hated me i thought i was uh, i just i believed that every single person was not plotting against me but had these these ideas about me. Uh-huh. Um, and again, I, I say, I went in there to the doctor, sat down, and, you know, I was crying my eyes out. So I told him all of this, said how... And it was very clear at that point, I think, um, when I opened up how, how you know, how much of a difficult situation I was in. And he literally just upped the dosage and sent me out of the room. Yeah. It was less than five minutes um, of me pouring my whole heart out for him to go okay we're gonna up your medication and we'll see how you get on come back to us in four months four months later i was even worse and well that but by that point i'd started burning myself um 
and you know that's when I then that's when it was kind of game over for me at that point you know I was either going to do something really silly or I was going to get real help but again they'll just keep bouncing you off they'll just mm. they'll just keep sending you off on, on little errands oh try this try that try oh that. yeah and they were useless and I mean apart from the fact when I came in he said right I put you on to um healthy minds which is the one yeah there. yeah um yes yeah, so there is a six-month waiting list do you think you can hang on I don't know if I can hang on a day yeah and you're asking me for six months um so that that kind of I know that they're backed up up the wazoo I know that and I know they're trying their best but there are some people out there who it doesn't need to get to the stage where they've they've uh, you know re- they've tried to commit suicide or it doesn't need to get to that stage sometimes. I think yeah. like medication reviews are I, well. What I think yeah. that frustrates me so mm. much is that there is a genetic test that you you like spit into a fucking tube and it shows you what drugs that you are are going to be highly like reactive to. Mm. Um, big due to like it's enzyme. I, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, like, there's when a percentage I got my... test of what will work with your yeah. So when I got my DNA test, uh, just like heritage DNA test, and I had my health thing in it as well, it said um, that I had was it like a low low response with drugs like sertraline and something like that. So I went on sertraline for a while to try and help with sleep and stuff. Didn't I, I did not notice anything on it. Whereas for Pierce, you, that like was your gold dust for mm. a I, long time. I remember telling this guy that he put me on to citralopram, um, which is one of the drugs listed as being like one that can flip you. Like either way, it can either help you. Some people love citralopram. Like we've got a friend who's on it. Yeah, who does very well on it. Um, well, like assuming <laughs> it, from what they've said, they're yeah, no, it. no, the, yeah. Um, but then that was your kryptonite. Like but for that. me, sertraline yeah. was the greatest thing in the world. I, that was the thing that I was stuck on for ages. And it just worked for me, a just very small dosage. But I told this guy, the doctor, listen, I've been on sertraline prior, sorted me right out, I was absolutely fine. He heard this and went, oh, okay, we're going to try citralopram. Because he was used to that drug. Mm. He was used to giving that to other people and it working. So he did it, gave it to me. Of course, then, as I say, when I came back, uh, actually, I don't even know if it was a month. It feels a lot longer to me. I think it was like it was two weeks. Quite, uh, yeah, it was, it, the whole the whole thing was a relatively short thing, but it felt like longer at the time mm. because every day was a struggle. A real struggle. Um, but I think the thing was that every time he, I came back, he'd give me more of this drug and I'd get 10 times worse and come back again mm. and I'd come back again and come back. Again. And at no point did he think to himself, aha, maybe it's the drug that people react really badly to no no no, we're just going to keep upping him we're just going to keep upping him and upping up and to me now looking back that just seems like a real not even lack of care because i think he did care but i don't think he really thought it's training yeah there's something wrong with the train i was getting depressed off of that because i felt so manic and i didn't know what to do i was becoming upset with myself and feeling even lower so it was kind of the depression was feeding off of that now i'm healing with humor <laughs> sorry i was just thinking about um i think about the medication thing actually i think about how every doctor that i've seen um and every other every other people i've heard about um when like when i first went on medication they said okay we're going to start you off on sertraline and yeah. some people respond, but they made it clear that like some people respond really well to this and some people don't. And if you don't, yeah. then we can find something different for you. 
And so they make yeah. it very clear from the outset. They're not saying and it's definitely going me. to work. They're not saying it's definitely going to do anything. They're saying, we don't know. And this is something that we know people respond to well. You might not. Yeah. So try it. See how it goes. If you are in a really particularly bad state, then immediately come back and see us. Otherwise, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll assess how things are going. And if things are not improving or you know, there are any side effects coming in, then you're on such a low dose that we can take you off, find an alternative mm. that works for you, maybe citalopram, maybe something else, and then we can try that instead. And I think that's what I've heard from... There were some people I know who sertraline did not work for at all. It made them in mm. a mu- it put them in a much worse position, actually. And so they had mm, to change yeah. up and do something else. And I can't... It, it's sad that there are doctors out there who are so... I don't know. Um, who would Narrow go minded. in with... Yeah. He would go with the yeah. idea of, oh, well, here's this citalopram and this will, this will fix it. And every time you go back and saying, no, it's not, they're going, oh, you just need more of it. It's like, mm. that's such a ridiculous way to approach it that I can't believe most doctors would do that. that that's just yeah. crazy. I, I, sorry. Uh, you can go. Uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree, Chris, especially because... I was saying, uh, uh, he was saying to me, well, I, I just don't think it's kicked in yet. I think you need more of it. All I knew was that I was getting worse every mm. day as it went along. So mm. I thought that I was getting worse. I thought that my head was getting worse and worse mm. and that actually the antidepressants were trying that, you know, were working against that and trying the hardest. So I felt even more depressed. Cause I thought, oh mm. my God, if this high amount of antidepressants is not doing anything, and I'm just getting worse every single day, mm. then uh, surely I'm I'm a hopeless case. Surely yeah. there is no way through for me here. Yeah. Um, and then, as I say, I went to the crisis team, a few doctors there who, who work on this kind of stuff all the time. Within two seconds, they said, what are you on? I said, Chalaprem. He said, right, okay, we're going to take you straight off of that. We're going to put you on search link. And within mm-hmm. two weeks, I was fine. Um, and you know what? I, that's a miracle case for a lot of people. I'm so grateful that it was that straightforward for me, really, mm. really grateful. But there's a lot of people out there where that's not the case. Well, you know, they, they do go um, and have, have medication and change it and change it and change it, and they never find that. Mm. Um, so I was very grateful. But again, this this guy, just because he, again, it wasn't like he didn't care. It was just like he didn't think of it. But because yeah. he just kept doing it to me, he, and, and, you know, I was almost like a guinea pig of, of just, oh, let's do it again, let's do it again. He, he could have killed me, you yeah. know, and he really could have done. And again, yeah. I don't think he was a bad guy. I just think he didn't think about it, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I think that's the most important thing. You are, when you're talking to people, though, that's the person you are at kind of the mercy of. That's the the, the, the guy in front of, the, the bouncer in front of the door, if you know yeah. what I mean. You have to appeal to them to let you you in to a lot of these things and get you help. Yeah. Um, so it really, it does depend a lot of the time. Some people... Sometimes um, there are some doctors out there who just will pop you off, really. Especially if, like me, you 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 try and hide everything. You try and make it sound not as bad as it is, you know, yeah. to everyone. So when you go to the doctor, you're still doing the same thing. You're still going, oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm very depressed, and yeah. you've got a smile on your face, and that's what I do. I try and make a joke out of it. I would yeah. find it very difficult to say it outright in a sensible way. So, um, are you okay? Sorry, I keep looking at your face. You really got the displeasure. Um, 
so I would try and hide. I couldn't say anything seriously, so, so I was always kind of laughing. And they took that as, you know, me me not being that bad. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's every doctor. But then there's been some doctors I've had who have been amazing. Mm. Straight away, off the boat, we'll turn around and go, you're, you know, like the psychiatrist had in the crisis team. She said, so I can tell that you um, hide a lot of your, your problems and pain behind humour. Um, or an attempt at humour, yeah. <laughs> she said. Oh, that cut me so deeply when she said an attempt at humour. But she, she, she got the weight of me. She knew yeah. straight away that I, I wasn't right, um, and she, she was really helpful to me. All and all, it took was that one person that I met where it changed everything for me. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I guess I got lucky on that scale. But yeah. And I've had people who have said to me like in the past, I think I've mentioned it, like, I've been at work and at all kinds of places where people have gone, oh, you you seem so well put together, you know, you seem so on top of things. I didn't, I didn't possibly yeah. think you could be... And I was like, yes, well, that's because I've become particularly good at masking it, because I'm trying to just get through the... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get through a day, and the only way I know how to do that is to effectively go in and and be sarcastic and make jokes out of things and, and mm. you know make these things and make it into a make it into a joke that I'm the depressing guy in the corner rather than actually admit that's actually the reality and it's it's a pretty fucking dark place because I just can't quite you know face that really and I don't really want I think I get myself sometimes into the mindset of thinking oh I just can't I can't be bothered to explain to someone the like intricacies of why I'm not feeling good in a particular day. And so if they ask me, yeah. oh yeah, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, fine. Because I really just can't be bothered to keep explaining it because either, you know, I I don't have the motivation or I have already Sometimes told them before. Well. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you you've told people so Which many times that you um you become reluctant to keep saying it because in your brain you're thinking they're gonna think i'm just a broken record they're gonna think i'm just mm. saying this thing right and they'll you know they'll start questioning it why you know why are you not getting any better so you, lots of it is you get in your own head about how they'll react before you've said it and so you just don't and whatever but um it definitely there have been people who've gone oh you know you seem so on top of it and i had one doctor who i saw for a medication review who Basically, I think I mentioned it before, and I I forget more of it because I think part of my brain just tries to suppress the thought of it because it was so not a good experience. Um, but I it was back at uni, and I I went in and I explained, you know, this is this is what's going on, and and this is why. And his whole approach seems to be okay, but when are you coming off the medication? When are you mm. when are you going to stop taking it? I was like, well, yeah. I don't, I don't know, like when, you know, when when I'm ready, when I'm ready. He's like, yeah, you know, well, most people are normally on it for six months, and you've been on it for however long you've been on it at the take time. Like six months to settle in. Yeah, so it was like however long I've been. I maybe I've been up like six, seven months at the time. So like, yeah, most people normally come off, um, and feel better about now. And so I came away from it thinking, oh, so I, I'm not. I must be a problem then. It must be a me problem because 
other people are doing fine after six months. So why am I not doing fine? Mm. And it, it was that invalidating experience of someone basically being like, you should be fine now. Where it's like, and it, it took me a while and talking to people and actually another few appointments where I realized he just had no idea. He didn't care in his case enough nah. to help me. Because I, you know, you see people after that and before that, doctors who would talk to me, and even though I might have come in and looked fine, and you know, come to the appointment and I'm dressed fine, and I look like a, you know, my hygiene's good, all of this kind of stuff. There's nothing outwardly that says I am depressed. They've been able to kind of no. see through it and and actually understand that there's something there, even if they're not quite sure what they understand. There's something here and you know, we, we can help you with it. And, and it, it just makes such a difference. I think there are a lot of good people in, in mm. healthcare and on like front line of these things. And there are some very, very shit people and very like either maliciously or through some kind of misguided belief in something like with the Sitalopram thing, who, who are just so yeah. convinced that that's what they should do. And I think it really, you have to, you do sometimes have to, you have to challenge them a bit, actually. And if they start mm. going down a line of making it seem like, you know, you have to, and it's difficult because you trust these people, but you have to say, well, actually, I don't think you're right. Actually, mm. this yeah. is wrong. And it's sometimes it's, and it's very difficult to do that in, in that moment, you know, when, when a doctor is handing you a thing saying, we're going to give you more citalopram, that that's going to fix you. You mm. trust them to know that, but. I guess it, it it's where it helps having someone else who's aware of these things or being able to have like a, another opinion on these things for someone to actually yeah. challenge it and, and get you the help you really need. Because I think that's the big thing is that you can have help, which is there available and like offered to you and it just doesn't work for you. And that's fine because not everything will work for you. There's no one size fits all treatment for any of the, mental health no. kind of conditions out there because if there was we wouldn't have them you know it would be no. we'd have solved it so if it if something isn't working for you then maybe it just means that you haven't found the right treatment yet and mm. feel free feel empowered to go back and actually say we need to try something different this isn't cutting it absolutely chris and we found before going down to the doctors me and you cat that you've said to me previously, you've gone to the doctors and had a lot more issues with getting them to listen Oh, yeah, to they you. don't listen when it's just me. They, no. I have to take peers with me. And it will be stuff like about my insomnia or, like, contraception. Well, I was going to say earlier, um, it reminded me of um, going to the doctors and saying, oh, with the coil thing, you know, they'd recommended that to try and sort out my periods because I was having yeah. really bad period pains and, um, like, just issues in that sense and um they were like oh you know we have a lot of positive reviews with the coil because it can often stop people having periods for a certain amount of time um and i remember saying oh this contraception's hormonal i was gonna avoid hormonal contraception because um I've had problems with hormones from having the implant. So and, she, and I was like, do you, do you know, like, do people tend to do okay on this with the hormones and stuff? And she was like, oh, well, personally, um, 
I've I've never experienced any like uh hormone issues like she was saying that she had the coil herself and she she basically said that she's never experienced mental health issues or hormone imbalance or she like she was talking about herself and she was like yeah I don't really understand it's not my expertise so I'd probably recommend chatting to another doctor about that Mm. I remember being a bit like oh um South African doctor very blunt um nice but just like obviously that's not the area that you I'd go to chat to her about mental health. I'm remembering was, I saw her was, before she once. She was the one that went, had was funny with Pierce as well. <laughs> when I came down there and yeah, I think it was like the second or third time I burnt myself and this one was bad and um I walked in and I sat Why down do that? and I sat down she said, Why are you here? And I said, I've I've really burnt myself and I pulled off the thing and she looks at it and I I don't know. Why did you do that? And I just sat there. I was like, well, I don't know, really. <laughs> oh, you're question. silly. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm silly. And, oh, and like, silly me. She's very nice. And when I say like, oh, she's South African, my, like, you know, a lot of my family, for people, like, obviously Chris knows, but a lot of my family is South African and there's this, this like, really blunt quality, <laughs> which comes with being South African, I think. And she just, she has that. And it's like mental health like mental illnesses just don't exist no. i don't know and so when i said about the like contraception thing she's like well i don't know about that i wasn't gonna wait a month to then go and speak to another doctor to then Longer decide sometimes. well yeah it's, it's been about two month wait like month and a half wait um so i was just like okay like i'll get it and then i guess if it fucks me up then i'll get it out um, which is now what I'm looking at doing, so that the, went well. The funny thing is, though, when we then went along, and I was there as well when we went to the doctor to talk about this, um, do you remember you walked in through the door with that doctor? Oh, the male doctor. The male doctor. Oh, yeah. And that, as oh, she walks in through the door... That was bad. Goes, oh, hello, Katrina. And then... No, he didn't know my name, oh, not, did no. Well, he said Katrina, oh, and then yeah, he went, oh, he hello, called, yeah. yeah. You walked in, and then I was behind you. You went to close the door on me, and I said, oh, sorry, I'm coming in as well. You've never seen someone look so so miserable and so angry that I was going to be there. He honestly then got a grump on because he felt like he was kind of being cornered. He felt like I was there to to reinforce the point which i was you know you were, I, I was there to, is... i was there to make sure that she just didn't get fobbed off and we walk away again with <laughs> he nothing got a lot done to be fair he got everything done i was like right now we're going to do this and he was a diabetes specialist so the problems i went to him with were very much he was the one who then like you know how i've said with the adhd assessment like it was a bit odd because i've gone through the nhs but then i got a psychiatry uk link as well mm. um he, I think he's the one who then put me through to Psychiatry UK, like, so both, like, so it's going through both channels now, and I guess I'll just see which one happens first, and then cancel the other one, I don't really know, but, like, he did get stuff done, but it was, like, the whole you, list done. yeah, and I was sat there, and every time he kind of diverged from the point, I was like, no, 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 we're going back on this, mm. what, yeah. what are you doing? You cheeky man, but, the, the, do you, I, and do you remember in Oxford with the young, the young GP who I liked, um, we went, no, don't even, I know what you're thinking of. <laughs> I know you do. No, Sorry. no, that's too far. I'm not going to say okay. that. Of um, course I'm not going to say that. Up. She's Oh, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> um the, I went to him about the insomnia thing. I just, uh, and you were like, she doesn't sleep. 
Because he was, because yeah, he said, not sleep. he was sort of trying to be like, oh, okay. Oh, you sure you've young, not had a rough you, night? Yeah. Oh, yep. And drinking, aren't you? She doesn't sleep. Like it's ruining my life. Like give us. I get up at six a.m. She keeps me up till four, <laughs> and it's very straightforward. It's been two months of this now. Please, please. <laughs> Drunk I mean, when she says insomniac, she means it. Mm. You know, um, and uh, so it it just it just stops them in their tracks because suddenly they can't just sum it off as some. Oh well, that could be that. Let's on to the next thing. Um, they they have someone in the room goes no, this is and, and there's someone who's around you, yeah. someone who can testify mm. to it. And I, I think for anyone who's got someone that they're open with, and not not just like open with and you know feel nervous for it, but to have some another person that you can take into the doctors with you, who can get your point across. It's much easier doing it for someone else than it is for yourself in mm. those situations you could you know to hear all the points make sure you don't forget anything but also make sure you get everything out that you want to say to have someone else in the room with you is invaluable in that mm. that sense because um yeah it just I, th- I feel like there's a lot more progress made a lot faster as opposed to coming out of the docks and thinking oh I, I don't really know if that was of any benefit to me I remember like what like the, mo- the most upset I've come out of the doctors was uh, in Oxford um, and mm. I was still, it was after I had sepsis, like not, it was a few months after and I, like, well, maybe two months after and I'd just gone back to uni um, and I was just like really, I was sleeping like 16 hours a day and still like, but like not in a, there's de- so me now, I struggle with being tired but I know that's because of sleeping pills. Whereas before it was like physically exhausted and I was ill all the time and like I was just physically unwell and exhausted from that. Um, and with so I went to the doctors and was like, look, I'm not right. They were like, oh, you've got tonsillitis. I was like, oh, I didn't even realise. Um, and they like, like, okay, you, you're, you've, I think I had another infection as well. They're like, you're, you're not well and... You, I think this could be a post ICU syndrome. This this doctor said, and she had a nurse with her as well. Um, and she's like, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on on post ICU syndrome. So I'm gonna just like see if my colleague will give a second opinion and just mm. like see if they can add any information, chat to you with it about it. Um, she's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Like, I've got to see another patient now. Like, if you just wait in the waiting room, then, like, she'll see you. She spoke to her quickly in the corridor and then went in. So I then went to this other doctor. Pierce wasn't with me this time because I uh, I was literally just about to give a presentation at uni as well and I was getting a bit stressed because, the t- like, the time was going on. The first appointment was late. Then there was this gap to see this other doctor. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've got my fucking assessment. Um, anyway, I go in and then this woman is basically, like, you need to take vitamins and drink water. And like, that was, I just went from- Do you run? It was pretty, like, it was pretty much like, no, yeah, no, there was nothing. Oh, awful. And I came out and I just burst into tears and then I had my assessment. um, And then 
this was just before well this was as covid hit mm. and then my one of my lecturers then started fucking having a go at everyone saying that we were all spreading this new disease called covid and that we were awful people because our students were killing old people and we have no consideration for Absolutely anyone good, but yeah. ourselves and I, it, she was saying about oh none of you are high risk so you would know and all this point. and then the doctors had literally just said like oh yeah you've got to be careful now because of covid and you like just had sepsis <laughs> And I just, that whole day, I was then afterwards, I was like, Meh, I'm going to die. No one cares. Well, it, it goes to demonstrate to you, really, that if you don't push for it and, um, you know, not even if you don't push for it, even if you do push for it, to get them sometimes to do something is a real hard task. When mm. Kat came back and she had had sepsis, just had sepsis, and they said the first thing you need to do when you get back to oh, England, yeah, you need to go scan. and get a scan. Oh, I was going to go straight to A&E. Yeah, you need to go straight to A&E. And you, it's pretty much like you need to check straight in, you know, like life or death kind of stuff. Yeah. We went to the We doctors. got an emergency GP appointment because the thing was, I was like, what what good is going to be sitting in A&E for like eight hours mm. with a bunch of other sick people? Like, that's just going to be more dangerous in my opinion. So we was like, we'll get an emergency appointment at the GP I'll go there uh, first thing in the morning and then see what they suggest because they might tell me to go to hospital or whatever, but at least, like, I've just cut out that step. And, yeah, I didn't... But the thing was, though... It was a South African she went, doctor. Yeah, South African. Shit's given when we walked no, in she there. she was very... She was like, oh, you're the girl from Germany. Oh, no, like, you're the girl from Germany. <laughs> we, oh, we okay. all know about you. So all we all know about you. We've heard how bad it's been for you. Okay, so we're going to do pretty much nothing. Oh, they uh, said, Go home and They uh, said, keep oh, well. what drugs are you on? And I, I had this really high dose of amoxicillin. And they were like, we don't prescribe that over the, uh, over here. Um, such high dose. They were like, oh, that's the good stuff. But like... I think she gave me some anti-nausea, extra anti-nausea tablets and like I was meant to have a kidney scan and other other things but like none of this happened. She'd just come out of the hospital in Germany and they really didn't want to let her out. But it was just Really didn't want to let her out. So I'd say even with something as, you know, as dangerous as that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we see the signs everywhere now for sepsis. It was still... All the ambulances. Oh, Oh, Even with someone like that, someone who has definitely had it, someone who, you know, nearly died of it, they took us back over here as soon as we went into the NHS. Oh, okay. We couldn't even get anything moving on that. So mental health, God knows how hard that was. Mm. I do know how hard that is. We Mm. all do. But, you know, that's even harder to do. So if we couldn't get that going, Mm. you know, Mm. so it just goes to speak really that sometimes the doctors, sometimes you'll meet a great doctor and they'll take you, and then they'll, they'll they'll be taking care of you and that's a general care but a lot will just try and fob off and kind of you know kind of keep you moving on the conveyor belt line so it is important for every single person to make sure they're that either it, an advocate for themselves or they have somebody who's yeah, going to mm. be and make know. sure that there's progress every time or you feel that there's something it's moving in a direction not just oh i don't really know what happened in that meeting mm. um okay i'll just see how it goes that's not the answer you want to make sure that there's some progress made. And I think happens. people can like think that they're being um, confrontational or something, but it's like, you know, obviously there's a no. way that you do these things. You don't go and go, you're a fucking bastard and like <laughs> start hurling abuse at them. But no, you no, have no, the, no. yeah, you, you can stand your ground in a way that's respectful, but mm. it's like, well, I personally don't think that's the right course of action. And uh, you, know, you can challenge mm. them on it in a way that is, 
respectful, but respectful. also yeah. standing up for what you actually need. Because, like, if if you can, what am I trying to say? If if they can find something which is able to fix your problem or seems to fix your problem quickly, most people will mm. take that option just as a kind of it's mm. like doing a job or something. If if there's a faster way to do something that gives the same result, you're like, oh, we'll do that then. Fuck the fuck the other way. So people, but you have to be able to say no. Actually, it's not yeah. just that you know I'm not sleeping a little bit right now. It's I haven't been able to sleep properly for a long time, and it's causing me real issues, and it's causing my partner real issues. And yeah, we need to do something about. I I really think that's yeah. Be an advocate for yourself yeah. or have someone who can be in that situation. But then that's a privileged situation as well because that, that requires me. Like, I, I didn't have that until I was no. in a relationship with Piers. So, you know, like, I, I'm i not going to take my dad. I'm like, am I? I'm not going to be like, hi, Dad, can you go and talk to the doctor about my privilege? But if you Some needed me to come with you to a doctor's and do it, I would, yeah. I would happily do that for you. It's, like, obviously yeah. not mm. feasible all the time because of where yeah. we are in life. But and, if you yeah. needed it, I would find a way of trying to make that work because it's like, yeah. I, I know that how important that would be and I know, you know, I know you I and I know same. that if you say you need help, I know that you need help. I, I don't yeah. for a second think that it's anything other than a genuine need. Um, yeah. yeah. So I 100% think it's a thing. I was going to change topic entirely. Hmm. Semi Well, I was going to talk about something that I've been thinking because I was thinking about the message I sent you the other week, um, the voice message I sent you, I should say. Oh yeah. Um, so I and it's I actually sent one in my Discord as well. Actually, after I sent you a message, basically Aww. it got to a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it was the day that I think it was the day that Liz Truss resigned. Oh yeah. I think it was almost certainly that day. And I... Something just... I was just angry. I was yeah. so angry at so many things. Like, everything had come to a head because I'm someone who... I, I don't think I'm like a doom scroller necessarily, but I do want to know what's going on in the world. And I, I think it's mm. I think it's actually important for me to know what's going on because I'm so glad you do it because I know that I need to do it. Yeah. But like I just don't have it in me at this moment in time. No. But the thing is because you do it, I like that that motivates me to have a bit more of an interest. I know that mm. sounds silly, but you know, somebody needs to you your mental health can be sacrificed for the sake of I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. But like, yeah, I it's for me personally, it, it really is important to at least know the basics of what's going on in in my country and maybe what's going on around the world and to know these things because, you know, I'm in a privileged position and I recognise that of being able to, to a, lo a lot of the kind of bad things in the world I'm luckily shielded from in one way or another. But actually, I think that that's not a reason to turn away and go, well, everything's fine because I'm okay. Actually, I, I, I don't, I, I can't really do that. It doesn't sit right with me. But no, this day, sense, this day, everything had come it, because I just, it, it felt like the world was, like, 
there's this Muse song I was listening to the other day, literally called We Are Fucking Fucked. And I was like, <laughs> that perfectly does it. Because that day, like, Liz Trusted fucks off after she'd messed everything up. Like, and you were seeing these stories about people who couldn't afford, people who were on, like, nurses in the NHS, for example, who were, like, So should be working... on a wage that can... Support, exactly. Yeah. Working so hard, you know, this thing, explaining how they've had to go to a food bank, and they've had to cut down on the electricity they're using and the heat they're using. Think about the fact that some people are literally going to not be able to afford to heat their homes this year. There was this really th- the thing I read the other day that was, like, some people have already planned that they'll turn on the heat for Elizabeth on Christmas Day as a bit of a treat. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. What a perverse and ridiculous mm. life. Like, all of these things that add up to the cost pressures, the fact that, you know, half the world hates each other because either it's Russia invading Ukraine and, like, that ridiculous situation, people dying, people in Pakistan and other places in affected by climate well, change, with... in Iran with the... Pro- like, the... all of these things uh, yeah. build up. And I was just so angry that in 2022 we could be in this situation. And on top of that, I, like... I'd been, I feel like I'd been working... I feel like, no, I had been working very hard. You, like, you've been... In my brain, there was this thing... And I don't know what it is, because it's so stupid. I, I Well, it's not stupid, I think it's bound up other things. There was a feeling of, oh, I need to do this because otherwise people will think I can't do my job. And it became like this, I've, it's almost like manic almost this week, almost of like being so convinced that I need to, to get this thing done. And it came from this thing of, so something had basically had, the projects that as we thought would happen about a week before they suddenly changed it and it was going to be a lot more difficult. And I was like, okay, right, fine. So I need to, and I, I was like, in my brain, just the thought that was in my brain is I can't let this fall behind anymore. I'm not going to let this fall behind anymore. And so I pushed myself to this ridiculous task that really could not be done within a week. And shock and you're surprise. you're not going to get paid any extra for that no. either, are you? No, like that's just lost time effectively because of this weird misguided thing of trying to get it done i didn't get it done because it couldn't be done within a i could have worked 24 hours a day five days and it still would not have been done um there's no way because it was was too and i I mean it got pretty damn close i mean great but actually i put this responsibility on myself and it's like why was i doing that because yeah actually the reason this has happened is not my fault. I'm still trying to act within a previous time scale. So, but if any, if anyone asks us why we're behind, that's not even my job to justify it. That's my manager's job to justify it because they're the ones mm. who are responsible for it. I'm just doing the work. But yeah, it, you know, you embrace this kind of talk, to- and I've seen it online. People talking about this kind of like weird, toxic overworking yourself because of some kind of weird thing about career progression or wanting to succeed or yes. hoping that something good will come of it and it, and almost just hoping for a win because when everything else is so shit and everything else in the world seems continuously awful and like, i just want to win i just want a win you know i want to do this thing and and it and it balance out some of this stuff so like yeah. i was doing all that all, all of this stuff together i think my head just felt like it was exploding and this week yesterday um 
no, sorry, Friday, I came back from work and I felt broken, genuinely broken. Mm. Like I just sat down in my chair and I just sat a solid half an hour, did not move, didn't move, didn't say anything. That's because your physical unwellness as well, then. Yeah, I was completely done. And it was because I'd worked so hard, but also because I was thinking about all these things going on. I was... I'm embarrassed, actually, that in 2022, I can turn on the news and see, oh, there are people who are starving in the UK. There are people who won't be able to keep their homes this winter in the UK. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. How can that be the case? How can that be a situation when there's all this like money out there and there's all this stuff going on? You know, Elon Musk's out there just casually buying Twitter for some ridiculous amount of money. And like, what, what do you mean there's not I enough money for someone that. to heat yeah. the house? What do you mean? That's ridiculous. What do you mean that like we're not taking climate change? To... And it just overwhelms you. There's no yeah. recovery time for anything because... You're just, there's always some weird, there's always something and, going on. And all I really wanted, and, and want almost, was literally nothing. Like, a week or two, nothing. I want nothing to happen. And I just want to be able to sleep, wake up, and catch up on all the shit that is like, on my to-do list, which is, I'm sure it just grows. Like, I don't think it gets any shorter. It just keeps getting yeah. longer and longer and longer. I just, life is very overwhelming, I think. I feel that. And I when you're not in a nice. good place, or even if you are in a good place, it is a struggle, and it's very easy to, to feel that, like, I think I compared it to someone, like, it's like when you're in, you're swimming or something, and you stop because you're, you're, you're a bit tired and you think oh I'll just tread water for a bit mm. but you think that the ground is like closer than it is and so you're yeah, like whoa whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 and you're panicking and like doing and it feels like I'm in that stage and I've been in that stage for a while and I'm looking up at someone on the side like a lifeguard and I'm like could you just jump in and save me why are you not doing anything why are you just sat there looking at me like yeah help me help me help me and you look around other people are in the same situation and you just it just seems so relentless. And I it's, think the uh, thing is, Chris, that you... What was I think in terms of what's going on now, I mean, just, just to address the first bit, I mean, I mean, apart from anything else, burning yourself out. Um, and then, you know, we've all been privy to that at one point or another in our lives where we do too much and we override us, work ourselves to the point of, of insanity. But the thing is, as human beings, we need to go home and do something we enjoy, whether it's it's a little thing. Uh, for me, it's, it's probably game, or well, it is gaming, yeah. but it's something that is a pointless activity within itself. But, it's, you know, if you were to look at it, what, what, what are you achieving there? Well, nothing really, but I love it. You know, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Um, and we need that every day, something where, you know, we don't have to, things aren't, aren't, aren't you know, we, we don't have to complete a task, or we don't have to do our work or something that is, is pivotal to our lives. It has to be, you know, something that is just slightly separate from that, I think is so important. So, you know, I'd say, I think something like just even, you know, just for an hour, even just sitting there and being able to have some relief or just not think too heavily. And actually you end up coming back stronger to your work if you do mm. that. I have anyway, previously, if I walk away 
for a little bit, I'll be much more productive when I come back. But um, as I say, I, I think with you, Chris, as well, you know, you, you, it's such a lovely thing that you kind of do take the weight of the world on your shoulders more literally. And as you say, everyone should feel that way. And if everyone did feel that way, we wouldn't have all the problems we have now. What is, yeah, um, what is the people who... How did you get in? Hello. Um, it's not everyone should feel... Because, like, some people feel it... It's the... It's the people like Elon Musk who need. No, no, but if everyone thought about these moral and and thought about the bigger picture, like Chris's, yeah, then the the problems wouldn't be there. Exactly, you know. Um, and also, I think that some people will say, "Well, why don't you just stop caring about the like things going on in the world?" Um, I know lots of people who say that. Well, just don't care about it. Just stop thinking about it. It's like, well, that might be nice for you to do, and I really hope Mm. that you Mm. can do that. In fact. I desperately hope that you can do that and switch off for a bit, because I would. It is fucking depressing to be thinking about it and empathizing and like. And I don't mean in a. I genuinely, if you can somehow switch off, great. I can't do that because I. It's just not how my brain functions. I. I. I, not sound like I'm. Why am I put no? Like, I. I have a lot of empathy. And I, I really yeah. spend a lot of time thinking about other people and what they're going through and trying to think of as a way that I can help them or do something or do anything to help them because that's all I really want to do. Um, yeah. And I'm desperate for it. So, you know, if you can somehow switch off, great. But it's actually not useful for me for someone to say, um, well, just stop caring about it. Well, I can't. Mm. I can't stop mm. caring about it, and I'm not going to stop caring about it, and that's a ridiculous thing to say. And I'm actually kind of glad, Chris, from the last time we spoke, um, that you're seeing it in a better light, in a better light, better light now. Um, you know, you, you're seeing that that empathy is as a, I, I, I would hope, at least we do, see it as um, such a strong and, and great characteristic of yeah um, it's a big part and, of what makes you you yeah you care. wouldn't want you to lose that ever and to say you know to say stop caring in, in a kind of um you know in in a short-term sense you know that that does sound oh yeah just just okay theoretically that makes sense but obviously for you that's not, not going to ever work because as you say you've got a lot of empathy how can you walk around on a planet and not think about everyone else in it, or mm. just just blind yourself to everything else going on around you. Oh, it's all great. Yeah, um, there's a part of me that when I, when people say stop stop caring, I'm like, well, can you start caring? Can you yeah. can mm. you care a little bit? Because if you cared a little bit, and people stop, like yeah. you cared a little bit more, maybe there wouldn't be all these things to worry about. There's all these things going on because there's so many people who are like, oh, well, I just don't care about it because it's not my problem. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Well, you are part of the problem by not even stopping to think for a second about that. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. I feel you. I no, you're right, though. No, I do. It is like a... It's, it's one thing I think I'm learning more about. Definitely, I think, from when I actually had in-person therapy and things and before, I think something I'm trying to learn is that actually these... These things that I have being kind of more sensitive and, and empathetic and these things that are not necessarily seen as masculine traits or whatever. Okay, maybe they're not, but I mean, I think that's ridiculous. But also, 
they are part of who I am and they make me who I am and I, whether I necessarily believe it or not, there are these people who say that they, they like me and <laughs> who are my friends and who care about me. Yeah, and, we're lying to you. All these things. I mean, it, there's always that thought in the You're back of my mind. You're just entertainment. It, that's point. very possible. But like these people, like, I don't know that these people would be in my life if I wasn't the person I am. So mm. if I lost, like, it, it would be weird to, to see it as some kind of massive issue because if if that was such a massive issue why would all these people still be around you know and i think chris these are things about yourself that you should love about yourself as you say they cause you problems they do but you know if it was i said no i didn't say to cats to someone else you know when you go and make a sim and whenever i make a bleeding sim i always inevitably sorry i'm going somewhere with this i inevitably make them similar to myself yes <laughs> um and, you know, if I thought about some of these things that give me a lot of problems, you know, like my thoughtfulness or thinking too deep, you know, when I would be overthinking, thinking too deep, that'd be kind of coming from my more thoughtful side. Caring too much about what everyone thought would just mean that I, I had a feeling towards them and was caring about other people around me. So I, I wouldn't want to let go of that whole emotion because those are parts of myself I really do love. And mm. I actually think are some of the nice parts of me. Um, and so... You know, if if I was to say about someone else, oh, what what characteristics would I like in a, a a friend? I'd probably give them some of the characteristics I love about myself that have given me so many issues over the years, mm. not thinking about it. Mm. Um, but again, these are things that make you up that are are really important. Are and it, as you say, they may have caused you problems in the past, but to everyone else, that's that's part of the loveliness of you. Um, so say, I think after a while, you gotta you gotta think actually. I'm fucking great. <laughs> 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 I'm just there's parts of me that I do love, you know. The, and and with you, Chris, sh- you you should have that. You should say, I do love that. No, I do love this. Well, yeah, I do love this about myself. You know that I am moral, and I do and not think about ass. everyone, and not just your yeah. ass. Think yeah. past that. Think um, past the ass. Being, think past this and that you are arse. caring and that the you know these these Pass, yes. things cause you problems but at the same time they're um, great attributes to have you know and you demand you you demand i i do think it's one of the big obstacles i have at the moment is um appreciate um having well having self worth and and seeing that and mm. and appreciating it in and in the sense of, you know, I'm paid to work 35 hours a week. Why am I going to work more than that? It doesn't do me any favours, actually, no. because that's not useful. So I need, and, and, you know, these qualities that I have, these things that I have, um, being able to, to see the positives in them rather than what I would tend to do, which is only see the negatives. Um, and just, I do genuinely need to be kinder to myself because mm. I... I can be the most, I, you know, when you think about horrible things that other people have said to you ever in the past, yes. and you, you think of how much that hurt you, and like the people yeah. have said some really fucking horrible things and done some horrible things, but I think one of the most horrible people to myself is me, because the stuff yeah, that I say, sure. the stuff that I don't say out loud, the stuff that stays very much in my head. Wow, you know, like if you were to hear mm. me say it to someone, if I was to say it to someone else, 
Fuck me, that would not yeah. be. But I, but it's it's how my brain has has worked for such a long time. It, it yeah. is it is it is very difficult to to break that, and I, you know, it it doesn't help me to go onto this thing and do a, a module on how I have these dark thoughts in my head. I like, yeah, no, no, horribly aware yeah. of that one. Um, yeah. I want to I want to stop the voice. I don't want to know more about the voice. I can yeah <laughs> that voice that can yeah. very well that voice can yeah, very much fuck off I want I want sucks. help yeah yeah absolutely Chris but, um, sure but I I don't think it's all I mean I'm I'm lucky that I have people around who care like you guys and 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 some of the people listening and and, and friends and family and and all Make these things it. which does help um I genuinely keep saying it's people I'm like. I, it's difficult to find the words because it, you worry that it sounds like it doesn't mean as much. But yeah. to actually have people around who care and, and want to know how you and genuinely want you to be better for no other mm. reason than because it, mm. it, they want the best for you. It makes... It's just like... Um, you, know, you know how I love that metaphor, like the, the black dog or like black clouds, all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, oh, it is like, <laughs> like, it is like having like, there's like candles, like tiny, like tea light candle things that someone's lit and you're like, oh, look, there's a little bit of, there's a light over there. Like these, or like looking up at the sky and you just see like the, you know, it's like, oh, it's all black. Oh, look, there's a star. That's, that's cute. It's like, oh, and, and, and you see these things and it just, is that little bit of light that breaks through actually? It makes you think, yeah. all right, I'll I'll keep trying because there mm. are these things here that are worth trying for. Yeah. That just really reminded me of the film Soul, the Pixar. Oh Was yeah, it Disney Soul. Or Pixar? Yeah, yeah, Pixar. Uh, um, I don't think I've seen it. I didn't know which one. It, it's oh, really it's, good. It's actually. heavy. Very it's heavy. heavy. Fucking so heavy. You've got to be like, but it it yeah, doesn't. was quite. Yeah. I think. I can't remember exactly. E e no, mm. About 10 minutes, yeah, 20 minutes in, you think, away, oh, this is the kind of film we're about to watch now. Yeah. It, it's, it's heavy, but it's like sweet, I guess. But like, it's a very good film. Just It's like Inside Out. Inside Out was one that really oh. got me. Because oh, that's the same. God, that starts actually, off and you're like, oh, no. and then you're like, Oh. oh, this got real, and now I'm in too deep, mm. and I've got to like see it through. But that was a really good saw one. that film in the cinema. Oh no! Why would you say this? When he broke. Why would you say this? Can you explain it? Because I wasn't there, was I? So I broke up with my ex of five years, and we were sat in the cinema, <laughs> and we said, "Oh, we're gonna just be friends." So we went along, and what film did we say we were gonna go see? Inside Out. Oh, yes. A oh, film no. about how to deal with your feelings. And even though things have happened in your life that are sad, like losing friends and moving places, eventually there will be a sad, happy memory. Oh. And it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I sat down and the very first thing that they put on was this little short film before the main movie mm. called, I think it was I Lava You, or the, about two volcanoes. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. One goes up and one goes down, so they never actually get to see each other, <laughs> but they always will love one another as they go. And you know when you're just like, she she burst into tears. <laughs> In the first five minutes, I thought, oh my God, we're going to be on the, the ride of a lifetime. 
Oh my God. And little did I know, the next hour and a half, I'm not going to do an impression because it is it was pretty awful. But she was crying her eyes out, oh, and the guy, no. it was it was just me and her in the cinema as well. So oh. the guy who was, so the guy who was um, in the room with us, you know, they usually have a, a like steward or yeah, an usher stood there just at the bottom, was just staring at me oh. the whole time. <laughs> Like, looking right at me like, you piece of shit. <laughs> and at that point, I wanted to die. I didn't want to be there no more. Oh, no. Um, I was thinking, how, how do I say, let's just, just walk away from this. Um, but it was awful. That, that, that actually goes down as one of the worst hour and a half, two hours of my life. Oh, my <laughs> that, God. That what a disaster. But Soul is something as, as kind of similar to that, where... For me, when I saw Inside Out, not maybe that time, the second time, there was a lot of emotions. I can't believe you chose to watch it again after that. <laughs> you had to change it. Was it. You a had great to get film. a happy memory the second time. Yeah, I had to get it. But a the thing was memory. that it... <laughs> I'm not, as you say, Chris, sometimes I'm not able to say what I exactly mean, usually mm. because I can't quite articulate it in the way that I want it to come yeah. across. Um, so I end up tripping over my words and whatever. That film said a lot about that and said said about processing your feelings the way I felt before it said it in a much more simplistic way that I could understand mm. um and soul does a very similar thing it, it it kind of helps you process actually I will say about Pixar they are so clever with putting things in a way where kids can try and deal with grief for yeah that film. it's like it, it teaches yeah. you a lot of lessons it teaches me yeah. a lot of lessons even being and 28 we it as you know adults yeah like yeah. it's great yeah. It was. It's, I think it's, it's one of the crazy amazing. things, right, is that we um, overcomplicate a lot of things mm. as adults and make it into this this thing. And actually, like sometimes that you like saying, "I'm sad," is is the words. It, that is that is what I'm trying to say. And I I try and find this way. Of, well, you know, like. Uh, sometimes this thing happens and and then this and this no I I'm actually just very very sad and that's that basically sums it up very well and it doesn't you know it doesn't need to be and you know even if you don't have the words it's okay to be like just not okay yeah that's yeah, fine like that. we we know what that means you don't you don't need to say and I think that's a really good thing really is that if someone asks you how you're doing and you're not okay, you answer. You can just say, "I'm not okay." No, I don't really yeah. have the words right now, but I'm not okay. Yeah, no, absolutely, one hundred percent. And and not being too worried about what that other person thinks. You yeah. know, I mean, for me, the the most empowering part of coming coming through all of this and going through crisis teams and stuff is now to find friends. And, you know, and I, I can name like, you know, a good 10 off my list where I can say, well, I'll, I'll sit down and, and talk to them about everything on a mental health level that I, I would never talk about before. And I do it for two reasons. I do it because I want people who also feel that kind of mental pressure and that to mental anxiety alone. to not feel alone and feel that they can talk about yeah. it. But I also do it for me so that. I can think to myself, well, fuck this. I've let that run me down and kept that in the closet for so long. Um, yeah, you laugh because I said that. Sorry. Grow up, cat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, up, cat. 
cat. I'm going to make this work for me. I'm going to make this a weapon as opposed to just, you know, letting it bear so heavily on me. So when I talk to people about it, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's actually helped me. Yeah. I hate you so much that's, sometimes. That's karma for doing it to me earlier. That's okay then. But I do get that. But like, you know, that thing yeah. where I sent you that message, that long, like angry, and I was like, I didn't really know what I'm trying to say. I just need to say it. I just need to get it out of my head. And like, yeah, it was such a cathartic thing afterwards because cathartic. some other people mm. were listening and they were like, oh, you know, that, that that's really sad. I was like, yeah, but. You know, I needed to say, and I, I, I think I said, I was yeah. like, you don't have to listen to this. If you don't, like, I don't really mind if you listen to it or not. But right now, mm. I just need to say it and get, get it out of my head. Because well, I, didn't I really can't give carry it around. No, you didn't, but you didn't need to. Because but that was the thing. I didn't, I thought you, you know, you wanted to just get it off your chest type thing. I would have been happy um, to have a conversation if you wanted to have one, but I wasn't going to like. Yeah. I was like, if you, I, yeah. I was going to say, since our last, like, uh, mental health podcast episode, you know, it's been a long time since that. I think we've both been a lot better in being open with each other about our, like, mental 100%. health status. And, like, I think, yeah, just being a lot more honest personally mm. as well. Like, it's definitely, I feel, when I feel like crap, I, you know, sometimes you can't shake the feeling, but I don't, it doesn't get to the extreme level it did before because I, it's taken away that loneliness. I'm the only person who's ever felt this way. Yeah. And that's the best you can do, really, you know, and not picking yourself apart at every point or letting others' words pick you apart. I know that's a very simple kind of thing again, but still it's it's, it's true, being kind to yourself and not thinking too heavily. Mm-hmm. I guess someone's saying to me, Oh, you, you do talk a lot, don't you, Piers? Yeah. No, but I find no, I it just... very um I I I, I when I listen to you talk, there's always a lot in there that I I'm just sat there like nodding. I'm like, yeah, no, I yes, yeah, that's 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 I, I relate to that very and I was just looking back at this when I sent Kat this this voice message. Um she like the first two messages were I feel you, we're in this together. Mm. And actually Aww. that's all I needed. I didn't need mm, anything more. Nice I didn't need someone to give me a play by play, second by second response of everything no. I said. Because it was enough actually for someone to say, Yeah, I get it. I understand. I yeah. Yeah, I, I that just it it felt kind of like I recognise it, you know. I'm not invalidating mm. it. I'm not taking away from it. I'm just saying yes. It yeah. Okay, and and actually, it, that meant it, so much to me. Really, actually, um, it meant mm. as much as like a long response would have done because I think I knew what was I I knew what was behind it. Yeah. And actually, yeah. that yeah. That said it. That said everything. I I I I needed. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Chrissy. And and to not feel alone in that moment. Exactly. Exactly. It was yeah. that thing of like, I become so convinced very often that I've I've completely cracked. You know that like, I'm 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 clearly broken because some of the thoughts that I'm having are just so well... out there that they must only happen inside my head. 
And actually, when yeah. someone else goes, no, I get that. Or I'm listening to you talking and you say something and I'm like, I've had that thought. I've had that thought. Like, it just makes you feel suddenly more like, yeah, it, <laughs> it's like, I, whether or not it's necessarily a healthy thing to be thinking or, you know, what the, mm. the facts that that thought has crossed someone else's mind makes you think, okay, this is not just a me problem. No. Yeah, no. This is not like a, I am fundamentally broken in some way. This is a, someone else has had this thought, and actually that means that there's probably some kind of way through, because if we're, if we're both having this thought, maybe there's a way that, that, you know, there's something that can come of it, and something that can come from sharing experiences, whatever. I, I've completely lost where I'm trying to go with it. No, I don't know. I remember hearing a, a comedian, um, you remember the in-betweeners, the headmaster, who's yeah. never gone off to do his own. Yeah. And he said that if my wife could hear one thought from my head throughout the entire day, she would have me committed. And that's a straight-up thing. You know, that's that's not me just, you know, making it overly simplified. If she could hear one thought committed, one will go anywhere near me ever again. <laughs> just just one one thought. And I thought, yeah, actually, that, that's, that, that sounds about right, actually. I can't keep any of my thoughts in. Everything comes out of me. Yeah, it does. Oh, my crazy just sat on the table. No, but I like yeah. it. It makes it easy yeah. to... You're very honest and open about these things, which makes it very easy to to relate to a lot of what you're saying and 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 be clear about. I think I'm in ninety nine percent of cases pretty clear where I stand with you, and the one percent is usually when we're messaging and there's a full stop in there, and because I'm a Gen Z millennial, whatever, I can't react well with full stops, and it sends me into a, I think, because that's just how our brains are wired for some dumb reason. But actually, I always feel fair. And it's something I find refreshing because lots of people, I spend time thinking, oh, it, mm. most of the time I actually I have feel to have you. different. I'm good. I have to have different, like, variations of, like, bluntness. So, like, um, with Piers, he gets, he gets it wrong. So you have to ease it down a bit. Sometimes. Well, I sometimes. Yes, I have. She's pretty good, usually. Yeah. Ninety percent. There's nothing wrong. And, and there's a little ten percent. You think, fuck, what did she and say? And then there's like with family, I always have to put like kisses mm. at the end, so that if I have said something blunt, then at least they're like distracted by Taste the kisses. Takes the edge off. <laughs> um. I don't like. I just. It's difficult. I have to rewrite messages so many times mm. because. It will come out as my train of thought, and then I'll be like, "Oh, if I say that in person, they're gonna see that I'm not wanting to cut them open." Um, but over message, they might think that because they're not seeing me laughing. It's one of the things I think you learn, though. Like, the more you read someone's, the more you talk to someone, so you like, you can sometimes like hear how they would say it and you just know so actually yeah sometimes i can just i just like i just read your message and i'm like okay i know i know what you're what you're saying you don't have to I... yeet kisses in there i was like i, I got it don't you worry 
I think from us doing the podcast without video calling has probably helped as well. Yes. Um, because you're not relying on, like, for me, I was I kept yawning earlier. Like I don't know why I just got into a cycle of yawning. I've done it before in the podcast. Um, and it's not like some people would take that as he's now yawning. That's so funny. Um, <sighs> some people take that as Sorry. boredom, mm. or we've yeah, like we've spoken about that before, but um. I can't remember what I was saying now. The yawn distracted me. Ah, I used to have that point. while editing I've hit where um, you would yawn or I would yawn or something. I'd be like, that doesn't look good. That looks like they're really, I'm really bored by what they're saying. And actually, it was like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because both of us, when we're listening, our faces kind of just go very blank. And so to anyone yeah. else looking, they're like, oh my God, they're so bored of each other. And it's like well, that's what... you watch and you watch and you watch and it's like just like same face, same face. And suddenly, like one of us will say something, the other one will just laugh. And it's like someone's just yeah. gone, wait, turn the emotion back on quick, quick, quick. <laughs> and like, like it just it cuts said, through. To me earlier, he was like, You're right. Like, but in a very like Yes, I remember he said it. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's just because you, you should... were looked really upset looking out the window. I was like, I Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to What? Oh god, what is it? Uh, let's not get distracted. Yeah, let's not get distracted. Um, yeah, I oh, know. I was just looking out the window like I normally do on the podcast. Like I just, just blanked out, and Pierce just kept looking at me. I was like, oh, I do not have the energy to show like facial expressions for the next two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like a conscious thought sometimes, and I do. Like, with these, you know, I have to sometimes change my expressions and there's, we do have miscommunications and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think because, because I'm such a people pleaser, I always have been, I was But you, you'll find me, like, you'll think I'm being shitty with you when I don't think I am um, a lot of the time. But that's the thing, facial cues to me and are the most that. important part. I know it sounds funny. If someone doesn't smile or doesn't, it doesn't look that happy to see me, I honestly oh, take it me. so badly. That gives oh. you anxiety. It gives me terrible me. anxiety forever. But then, and if any time I'm thinking about that person, if someone's got just kind of a dead face, but I did, all like, the I time, I'm like, oh shit. It does. It I, happens I, to me online. I was in a, someone's stream, and someone else joined. One of our friends joined, and so everyone else were like, oh hey hey hey, and kept putting in love heart at the end. And I was like, oh hey, and they said, hey, no love heart at the end. And I was like, well, that's it then. It's like I'm a piece of garbage. I'm a trash. I'm gonna get thrown out. Oh, absolute God. waste of space. Like, and then like, I think I ended up was like, do I get a love heart? And then they were like, oh well, now I look like a needy shit as well. So that's good. Um, <laughs> I love how you've got the same monologue as me. But it's so stupid. It, so I 100% get what. Yeah, I, I know what Piers is going from. <laughs> oh fucking hell! It's awful. It sucks so bad. At a party, I'm awful. I was like, oh, well, Sonso didn't seem on that great Yeah, you'll be like, oh, I don't think Oh, I don't think she likes me. Oh, I don't think she's a fan of me. Just because she didn't smile at me all that great. And then the problem with having someone who's blunt in your life is that they (laughs) will end up going and telling that person when you're stood there and you feel... Oh, no, I'd just be like, oh, do you like his? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he didn't think is, you liked him. Yeah, because most of the time they do like you. someone I don't you. know that well. Most and I'm sure they're like, 
Oh, uh, no, 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 I didn't really think that. I just said one to go of my and relatives. Sing. Fucking don't hell, name that was names. embarrassing. One of my relatives. To a whole party. Pierce, can you just listen? <laughs> one of my relatives. Hmm? Oh, wait, we should probably end the podcast, actually. I've just realised it's, 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 it's. We got a bit carried away, long. didn't we? No, I was. Yeah. So I can. I think one thing I would say before. Yeah, well, exactly. I think definitely. <laughs> And it's not even really, this is where we've ended up in this conversation, but like, I think you and I definitely have become better at communicating with each other. Mm. Genuinely, yeah. not genuinely, but like, I think when we were younger, we both kind of were quite um, awkward. Awkward, but also for one reason or another, kind of incapable of really being emotional or being fully open and vulnerable you know like i feel like we both go for like the oh yeah i want to kill myself <laughs> kind of thing but like yeah to actually confront those things because i know that from my side i was like oh if i admit some of these things that you're in my head she's just gonna be like done like, she's not gonna care anymore i think we were in very similar places but we yeah. were joking about it instead of talking about i think that's it. the thing we, because neither of us really i don't know for whether something to do with maybe a what we were going through in life and various things we weren't and yeah. i think actually as we've both grown up we're better at being able to say actually i feel like shit and and like we can make a joke about it but like we can also be honest about it i think we can have the flip side yeah we can we can talk about we know the time and place for like yeah laughing and there's still the podcast... times where it goes wrong i mean there's still times when yeah especially the podcast where I get in my own head when I'm talking and if you mm. if I haven't heard you say anything for a while or I haven't seen the like meter flick up I'm like oh she's yeah she hates it she hates it stop talking and then you're like oh no Pippin was doing something Pippin was, was doing I knew you yeah and I was like oh right or like so, yeah something's happened and I've like I'm trying to deal with it quietly while yeah. listening to you it, yeah and my brain just immediately goes to the worst case scenario i'm like oh she hates mm. me that's the end of it french favor I mean, <laughs> chris i have exactly that same thing on a, a bi-weekly basis um <laughs> because what happens is that i'll write a song <sighs> two songs sorry very quickly and i'll, I'll do no, these two songs gonna... i'll put a lot into it and then i'll send them over to or or someone i'm working with or whatever and, you know, these guys are working all the time and then I'll sit there and I'll wait four days and I'll wait five days. And usually you can trace it. On the first day, I'm like optimistic. I really like this song. <laughs> Second day, well, you know, it's, it's still good. Yeah. yeah, third day, you know, I'm just not sure on it anymore. Fourth, I, I just think it's one of the worst things I've ever written. Um, and then by the fifth day, you're like, he hates me. He's heard this song mm. and he's thought to himself, what a talentless hack. On the fifth day, and I'd be sh- messaging over like, actually, don't worry about <laughs> listening to that. It wasn't very good. Don't just delete it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I do. <laughs> no, that sixth day. That sixth day after a week, I go, don't worry about that. Here's something else. Um, but I did that this week. So that gives you, and I have that every fucking week. I have this, this de- degradation. And by the fifth day, I'm pissed off at everything. Every week. Every week. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, and that's God. my life. In and out. Um, the oh, thing is, God. though, it's kind of hard, though, because Pierce will be like, oh, I really like this song that I've just written here. Tell me that. And then a few days later, I'll be like, 
It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm like, are you just looking for compliments here? Like, is that what we're getting? So then you get the like. I was like, Pierce, you know it's good. Stop being stupid. Like, and, that's, the and then he's like, Aah! there it is. Ah! Ah! But the thing is, from my side of things, I've not seen the like build up behind closed. I've like not heard your internal thoughts of you gradually descending. You've gone mm. from like, oh yeah, this this is like the best thing I've ever written to this is the worst thing I've ever. Written. I'm like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> the worst thing that they can ever say to me, one of these guys, is, oh Pierce, I'm gonna listen right now. And they're not messaged me for four days. Oh, oh. even if they don't message me for an hour, (laughs) if they don't message me for an hour, I go, oh my God, they're really thinking to themselves how much they hate this. Oi, oi. Two pictures actually didn't fit on one. Sorry. Can you stop leaning? Like, you keep getting further and further across the room and I'm having to like lean. At one point I was lying on Pierce because he kept pulling the ear. Here's my question. What are you going to use to replace oi, oi? No. What are you going to replace it with? What would you go it, for? It has to come naturally. Hola. Have I said it today? Yes. About 10 seconds ago. Oh. Other than that? Um, Not that I'm aware of, but I tell you what. Maybe I'll do a thing where I'll do a oi oi counter. An oi oi count. Love it. And then we can assess at the end of it how it's I need worth. to stop saying love it as well, because I love say it. that and love it sounds it. so sarcastic when I say it. There is. You say this with every single, like you go for you'll just replace it with something else and then we'll have the same conversation I know. and, and I it's definitely on me I for say pointing love it, it when i when i say love it i think oh okay well like at least people are gonna know no matter what tone that like i appreciate it but then some people think i'm some like like mean girl who <laughs> is just sarcastic with everything and it's like no just she's I actually a really nice say... person i'm okay oh, yeah she yeah. sorry I look really surprised when you said that on the camera. So you're going to see me in my eye. Honestly, Ooh. your spanking session later is. It's going to be a wild <laughs> one. I might come around and join in, to be honest. <laughs> or at least watch in the bushes. Yeah, at least yeah watch, you can yeah. you can have him. You can spank yeah. him. I'll just have a cup of tea in the next room. Yeah, yeah. and listen to his screams. That's fair. I respect. That. She's into that. She's she's in. That's well, why there she. We go. That's why she listens to my music, to listen to me just whining away for hours and then like, oh, listen to him, he sounds like a cat. Oh, oh my God, right. Hi, thanks for listening to this. Um, it has been a long episode of... Well, I don't really know. Oh, it was, God. in theory, about mental health. And we touched on it. We touched on it a little bit. We also discussed supermarkets, spanking, yeah, Pippin, um, peg, um, spanking again, Egg gagging, uh, Piers naming names, a bit of politics. Um, Piers, you want to name anyone else's name? Baldwin? Yeah, I know you literally like you. Oh, I'm Cats not even panic really... every time you mention a name, and me writing down yeah. timestamps so I can remove. Them. <laughs> even can you just put in a beep? Even when you're saying about Please, that's so much more fun Beep, oh I don't know why I can't mention Beep, surely if I just say Beep, it's alright, beep I'm going to do that I'm actually going to do that I have like a little black bar That appears across your mouth that just says Sensitive No, you should say Muppet Muppet, Muppet, just you you know Or like gagged 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 Okay, well, thanks for being here. Piers, thanks for um, 
<laughs> Thanks for popping in. Being off. Um, no, it's all right. I, I think Piers should come glad. back more regularly. I think every few episodes, Piers should come back in. Um, for no other reason. How long do you want our relationship to last? Well, I think it'll be a good <laughs> test of you know, like you can bring your marriage problems on. The, that's after you've got married. Oh, yeah. We'll have like oh a little God. marriage counselling session every few weeks where you come in, and I sit here as the like independent <laughs> observer, and I'm like. To be honest, kind of does feel like you should probably up to a metal bat now <laughs> instead of the wooden one. We should do we should do an episode like just before we get married, and then just like and then gradually we'll after do, as we'll well. We'll do pre marriage, <laughs> honeymoon period, yeah. end of the honeymoon period. <laughs> yeah. Who was it who said to us? Oh, that's when the honeymoon period ended, and both of us were set like we didn't really have a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you there was or really maybe it's one period. big long honeymoon period I think it just got better <laughs> yeah I know that sounds really silly but initially it was actually very difficult yeah yeah I mean like we were both very difficult to one another We. I, I can't we possibly argue. imagine that for a second <laughs> we definitely argue I know we've had a couple of arguments recently but we definitely argue less than we used to quite, oh, quite yeah. a lot yeah, we're not afraid of arguing if we go to do and it. And we we'll know, I think when we argue as well, most of the time we know, like, you know, that it, we're going to have a positive. Uh, yeah. Okay, everyone's going to argue we know, sometimes, but like. Yeah. We know yeah. it's not like the end of our relationship type thing. No. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not like, here's you've got a tiny dick and here's isn't like, <laughs> well, you're. No, we've established that already, Chris. It's all right. I don't know where what, I was going to go what? with that one. <laughs> no, no, we, we got that one out. Of the, that was pretty uh, above early board game, from the get go. I don't get this. You have this thing about saying you've got a small willy, and I don't. Shh, don't tell people otherwise. Like, My God, do you, what are you no, doing? Why do you like you tell, say this to people at parties? You like pull your pinky out. No, it's because like, when men come along and like, oh, I've got, got a massive little And I'm just like, I have a tiny penis. Exactly. I just like I prefer to go to people tiny. I, know, I just don't it's get where it's come from. It just makes Anapa, me laugh. You know, it's, it's quite cute in its little way. You know, I just honestly, I prefer saying that than big penis. I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> oh, God, this is cringed me out. If my dad hears this, I'm sorry. I oh, don't think your dad should. If your dad is listening to this, then, well... Rest assured, I won't be. Um, he won't be talking to me anymore. <laughs> give us a, a happy thought to end on. Here you Free ring. Give, give us that for Just like ha thank you all for joining us. Yeah, but the, go on. Well, you can say anything you, you want. This is your moment. You can say whatever you this, like. This is my moment. Thank you guys so much for having me, not Cat. Um, and uh, hopefully, I'll be back at some point again. Thank you. He will be back. <laughs> He will. Cat ah! will be back too. I guess I'll be back. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't know what I was waiting for but... there. I was hoping something would happen. <laughs> no, it's fine. For the, that's a little treat for the video. Have you done uh, it? You've you done a little. All right. I'm going to look forward to that. Edison going <laughs> Anyway, I do love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us for like oh. two two years, something like that. It's been a long time. It's long been a while. Time. It's been a while. If you've listened since the first one, um You're crazy. Give us a little love heart. 
Oh yeah. I what colour? An orange orange love heart. Oh maybe it should be yellow. It should be yellow. Yellow. Love heart. Oh please, can and you'll send them a piece of merch. We don't have any merch. You'll make some merch with your two faces on it. Oh my Smiling. god, can you imagine? That sounds some... amazing. Right, yeah, we'll do it. Oh. We'll make some merch, sure. It's not I do want to make t-shirts yeah. at some point, but I feel like we need to have, like, a bit you got to more... do it well. Yeah. It's got to be good, to... and also I don't want to tell someone, hey, buy my £40 World to Rights podcast t-shirt. Yeah. Because I wouldn't I buy it. You... I think what you need is you need literally just, like... Cat's face and one of the funniest moments on World's Right Podcast, and I think you need Chris's face completely laughing your asses off. Mm-hmm. Just take your heads off. World's Right Podcast, yellow background, and mm-hmm. then either side of the sign. Nailed there it. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed Does that it. mean I have to cut you in now because you can't have a good idea there? Because I'll do it. I'm, I'm fine. Have, I, I mean, I may have recommended the name to you, you know, just, yeah, yeah. just uh, putting that one out there. <laughs> I'm done now. Right. Pat looks like she's done. I'm done. Okay, my brain the is... Lead the goodbye. Okay. Lead the goodbye. We love you. Thank you for listening to our bullshit as always. And we will hopefully speak to you soon. You just burped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Chris, say goodbye before Bye. I end it all. Bye. Bye.